The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ultimate Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive Group on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone. It is a beautiful day for regional championship baseball action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Glad to have you along this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell, and today we have got a special presentation of the regional championship game in the OHSAA baseball tournament between the Waynedale Golden Bears at 24-5 and on the year, taking on the Illyria Catholic Panthers at 25-6. and And don't pinch yourself. Yes, it is true. The Bears are here in the regional finals. It's been a year of firsts for the Bears. Their first conference championship since 99, their first district championship in the same year, and now a possible berth in the final four. Waynedale heads into this one 0-4 in regional championship games, and the last time they were in one of these was 1991 when they lost to Columbus Bishop Hartley. Rick Mast was on that team. He was one of the stars, but they fell to Bishop Hartley in the championship encounter. The Bears come into this game winners of 17 of their last 18, and they've done it with pitching. Not just Marcus Schleybaugh yesterday and today's starter Evan Reidenbaugh, but put in there Parker Snyder and Manny Camacho. They have been part of it also. The Bears got here on the right right arm of Marcus Schleybaugh yesterday and the bat of Nick Strasbaugh as they beat Berkshire 6-1, to and it all started with Strasbaugh in the first inning. The 1-0 pitch to Nick, swung on, fly ball, left field, coming in the left fielder, now going back, and it's over his head, and it is off the top of the fence. Nick's going to round second, here's the throw from the outfield, he goes and slides into third with a triple. The way that thing carried it, hit just about five feet below the top of the fence, and it brings up now Ryan Weaver to the plate. Strasbaugh gets the lead off third. The 1-1 pitch. Squares the bunt. Weaver bunts it. Nice bunt past the mound. Strasbaugh will score. The throw to first base in time to get Weaver. But Weaver, on the suicide squeeze, drives home the first run of the ball game. And the Bears lead it now 1-0. What an excellent bunt on the play by Ryan Weaver. And the Bears weren't done yet in the first inning of play. Smetana rocks into the wind, and the 1-0 swung on. Fly ball, center field. That thing is deep, and it is going to be off the top of the fence. And Weaver will round second and hold right there with a double. That's another long fly ball that the Bears just hit the top of the fence and missed a home run. Weaver with a double out to left center field, just hitting the top of the fence. The Bears with two blasts and a run, and it brings up Aaron Spidell. Smetana bent over at the belt. 
Pierce back at second to Weaver. The 2-0 swung on and grounded to short to Pollock. He bobbled the baseball. It goes to the second baseman, Fisher, and everybody will be safe on the first error of the ballgame. After that, then Smentana hurt himself in a strange way. Spidell leads off at first base. He's holding. Now the pitch, the, there wasn't a pitch. He stepped off. And now the side umpire, Brandon Giles at first base, and Justin McDowell is screaming for a balk. And now the base umpire is going to call a ball. And Smetana is going to come off the mound, and he's going to argue. And now the home plate umpire, he's saying the run from third will score. Spidell goes to second, and the Bears lead it 2 to nothing on the balk. And that was all the Bears would need to win because Marcus Schlebaugh did the rest into the seventh with two outs. Waynedale leads it 6-1, to one, one and 1-1, one, and the pitch to Squire. Swung on and lined out into center field, coming in as Reidenbaugh. He's got it, and the game is over. The Bears move into the championship game tomorrow afternoon, and they will face off against the Illyria Catholic Panthers. And that brings us to today. Illyria Catholic got here on the right arm of Panthers junior Andrew Abramowitz, who is 8-1 on the year with a .85 ERA. He's going to Nebraska after his senior year next year. He tossed a four-hitter with three strikeouts as they dethroned the defending state champs Canton Central Catholic 2-1 yesterday. The Panthers started their season losing three of their first four, but since then they've won 22 of 27 and at one time had won 14 straight. The Bears... They're trying for their first ever Final Four appearance next weekend in Columbus at Huntington Park. Elyria Catholic, they're looking to go to state for the fifth time in their school's history. The Panthers, though, they haven't made the trip to Columbus since 2002. The winner here will play the winner Friday at 1 o'clock at Huntington Park versus the Clear Fork Archibald Elida Regional winner, and that game will be at 2 o'clock later on this afternoon. Bruce Lasicki is the head coach of the Panthers. Justin McDowell in his second year as coach of the Bears, and he's got them to the regional championship game. Today, the starting pitcher for the Illyria Catholic Panthers will be Jeff Spencer. He's pitched in six games. He's got a 2-1 record with a 2.15 ERA. And for the Bears, they will go with Evan Reidenbaugh, their righty. Evan has a 4-3 record with a 1.74 ERA. We'll be back to preview this afternoon's ball game, talk with head coach Justin McDowell, and have the first pitch. We'll do all that after this here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, I'm Clark Kellogg. Have you ever thought about what makes high school sports so great? High school sports are great because of our coaches who not only teach the game, but also teach lifelong skills like hard work, teamwork, sportsmanship, and citizenship. High school sports are great because they keep things in the proper perspective. It's great to strive to be the best and to try to win, but high school sports also strive to develop the best students, the best teammates, and the best leaders of tomorrow. High school sports are great because they are truly about community, bringing students, parents, and alumni together the way only a sporting event can. The privilege of participating in high school sports is one of the most exciting experiences of a young person's life. So please show your support because high school sports are great. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. 
Well, this one should be a good one here from Maslin at Ducky Schroeder Field. It's a great facility here to play the game of baseball. In yesterday's action in softball play, it was Northwestern winning in six innings over Columbia Station by a score of 10 to nothing. Hannah Frick with another outstanding victory for the Lady Huskies, and they're going to play Warren Champion tomorrow at 11 here in Maslin. And remember, Warren Champion's the team that eliminated Waynedale from the softball tournament a year ago. Yesterday in baseball action, it was Highland over Wheelersburg, 6 to nothing. They'll play in their regional championship game today at 2 o'clock. That will be in Chillicothe. Well, Elyria Catholic, they're 25-6 and six on the year, head, under head coach Bruce Lasicki. The Panthers came out of the Lakewood District as the number one seed, and they are a very, very good defensive team. They got here by beating Brooklyn 4-2, Garfield Heights Trinity 6-0, Beachwood 3-1 in the district finals, and then yesterday's 2-1 win over last year's state champion Canton Central Catholic, and they did it in the fifth inning. Leadoff hitter Sean Darmafall led off the fifth with a grounder to central first baseman Dan Playtech, who threw to a charging Davies for what looked like an out, but the speedy Dharma fault stepped on the bag at the exact moment as Davies was called safe, and he was on base. Two outs and a stolen base later, senior Colden Schemmel hit a grounder to central second baseman Quinton Heck, who couldn't field it cleanly, and Dharma fall rounded third, drawing a throw from Heck that sailed over the head of catcher Cameron Johnson, and that was the winning run. Panthers pitcher Andrew Abramowitz pitched a four-hitter with three strikeouts in the game. Elyria Catholic, as we said at the top, they're looking to go to state for the fifth time in their school's history. They haven't made the trip to Columbus since 2002, and they are very anxious to get this game underway as we're starting now to get the introductions of the players here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium. The Bears, well, they're 24-5 and on the year. Won their first conference championship since 1999. They've got an 11 and 3 non-conference work. Justin McDowell in his second year, 37 wins against 19 career defeats. The Bears have won 17 of 18 games, and to get here, they beat Norwayne 11 to 1, Chippewa 9-5 in 11 innings, and Manchester 4 nothing last Tuesday for the district title. And then yesterday's 6 to 1 win over Berkshire, and behind Marcus Schlebaugh, who is now 9-0. and The Bears are looking for their first trip to state, and they've got to concentrate on the first dinner and every inning of this game. And Schlebaugh did a good job of that yesterday. The only inning he gave up a hit to the leadoff man was in the sixth, and that was the inning that he gave up his only run. And we talked with Justin McDowell about just that earlier today. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Justin, I guess as the old Star Trek saying goes, you're you're reaching into territories unknown to man now. How does it feel to be in the title game? Yeah, we're really excited. You know, we've worked hard all year. You know, these guys have worked hard their whole career, and they, you know, they really deserve it. They deserve everything we've worked for, everything that we've, you know, tried to accomplish. And you know, we're excited. We're happy. You know, we not that we don't expect to be here, but you know, we're just taking things one game at a time. We'll take care of business. You know, play the best we can. And hopefully, it takes care of itself. How much did Nick's triple really loosen things up for the team yesterday? Yeah, and that's what we talked about. You know, I told the boys before we went out there, I said, if we score first, I said, we'll win this game. We score first. It just makes everyone at ease. If we get Nick going, I mean, Nick hasn't really gotten going this year at all, and he's been dinged up and he's been hurt, which is sad. But, you know, if we get him going, we're a, whole, a completely different team. And, you know, that just showed everybody. We knew that kid was pretty good. I mean, he was going to Kent State. He's going to Kent State, pretty good player. So that just kind of loosens everybody, you know, up a little bit and says, hey, you know, we can't hit this guy. And we talked about before the game that the importance of getting the first batter out in each inning, and Marcus did an excellent job of that six of the seven.
seven innings, he got the leadoff man out. Yeah, and that's that's big. I mean, that's that's hard to mount, uh, you know, uh, an inning with multiple runs if you get the first guy out. You know, and they they had one inning where they they put some clutch hits together, but that inning could have been vastly different if we didn't catch that guy stealing. I mean, we got a guy he had a I think a leadoff hit, and then we picked you know, picked him off, caught him stealing, and then they went and hit double. And it could have been a lot different. Um, and that's you know big. Our defense yesterday was great, and you know as long as we're not walking people, making him put him in play, we're gonna have a chance. What's the key for Evan today? The rushing to the home plate out of his motion, his control. What's the key today? I would say I would say just being in you know being calm, being in control, and throwing strikes. You know, yesterday they scored, and obviously can't show Catholic's picture. We faced him earlier. He's very very solid, um, but they scored their runs on you know, a guy got walked and a guy bang bang play at first on the little dribbler over there. So mm-hmm. we play defense. We don't put them on. You know, I think we have a pretty good chance today. Good luck. Yep. Thank you. Well, the one thing about Evan Reidenbaugh, if you remember, he has control problems, but when he seems to slow himself down on the mound, he's able to really get things going as far as his control. And if he controls that fastball, that is par for the course for him. We'll be back to give you the batting order and get the first pitch underway here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium right after this timeout. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course, I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. And the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Dave Mitchell back at Ducky Schroeder Stadium in Maslin, Ohio, for this regional championship game between the Waynedale Golden Bears, 24 and 5 on the year, and the Illyria Catholic Panthers at 25 and 6 on the season. Let's check out the batting order for this afternoon's Waynedale Golden Bears. They will be the visiting team on this afternoon's scoreboard. And the Illyria Catholic Panthers, they are the home team taking the field now behind their right-hander, Joe Spencer. Nick Strasball will lead things off for the Bears playing shortstop. He is batting 378. Matter of fact, it'll be the same batting order as yesterday's ball game for the Bears. Brian Weaver will bat second in center field today. He's batting 329. Evan Reidenbaugh is on the mound this afternoon hitting 404. He'll bat third. Shane Weaver is the cleanup hitter. He's also hitting 404. He'll play first base. In the fifth spot, 
spot. It's Aaron Spidell, the catcher, batting 390. Marcus Schlebaugh moves to third this afternoon. He's batting 310, and he'll bat sixth. Colton Purdy is at second base today. He had a key sacrifice fly in yesterday's game, batting 197, but he's got 19 RBIs. He'll play second. Jarrett Varner is the DH for Manny Camacho in left, batting eighth at 308. And Jarrett Wanzik is in right field, batting 333 for the Bears. He's batting ninth. So it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Reidenbaugh, the top three. Weaver, Spidell, and Schlebaugh, the middle three. Colton Purdy, Varner, and Wanzik are the bottom three. They will face the right-hander, Jeff Spencer, for the Panthers. This will be his seventh start of the year. Seven appearances on the season. He's got a 2-1 and record, a 2.15 ERA, and 26 innings pitched. He struck out 21 and walked 9. And Justin McDowell said before the game, he fully expects, because he's got three innings left after yesterday, Andrew Abramovitz to be in the game sometime here today against the Bears. Strasbaugh, who led things off with a triple in yesterday's game on the second pitch, he leads it off here today for the Bears against Elyria Catholic. Regional championship action on UltimateSportsTalk.com. I'm Dave Mitchell, and the first pitch to Strasbaugh is taken down low. Ball one, and we are underway from Ducky Schroeder Stadium, 79 degrees on a sunshiny day from Maslin. And that pitch, a curve ball that Strasbaugh was out in front of, and he swings and misses, and the count evens at one and one. Spencer, the number two pitcher, infield in at the corners for Elyria Catholic. That pitch is swung on and grounded to third. Picked up by Strip Mather. He'll throw over to first base in time to get Strasbaugh. And we are underway with a ground out to third. And it will bring to the plate Ryan Weaver. For Elyria Catholic, they're excellent defensively. They have Schemmel in left field, Darmafall in center, Banjoff in right. Strip Mather, who just made the play, is at third. Laparo at second. Rickard at second, I should say. Laparo at short. Laird at first. McClure is behind the plate, the freshman. And Spencer offers the first pitch to Ryan Weaver. Down low for a ball. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck for the Bears, today's starting pitcher. And the 1-0 to Weaver. That's high and outside for a ball, 2-0. Weaver hitting 329 on the year. He's been hit by 16 pitches this year. Every night he goes home and takes a warm, hot bath. Next pitch is upstairs to Ryan, 3-0. So he is way ahead in the count now to Joe John Spencer. And the next pitch is a fastball over the outside corner. Weaver was taking all the way, 3-1. Spencer likes to work quickly. The right-hander into the motion, and the 3-1 is a strike at the knees. Weaver thought it was a little low, but not according to the home plate umpire. And it's 3-2. and two. One away here in the first. We've just begun. And the payoff pitch to Weaver is upstairs, ball four. Weaver works the walk from Spencer, and it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan hitting 4-0-4 on the season. 19 RBIs on the year for the senior, and he's got a chance to help himself out here in the first inning. Weaver getting the leadoff first, Laird holding him close, and that pitch is just off the outside corner for a ball. 1-0 the count. Weaver gets a good lead off of first base. Spencer comes set, Weaver holds, and that pitch swung on and popped up on the infield. Over on the left-hand side, the shortstop, Laparo calls off the third baseman, Strittmather, and he grabs it for the second out of the inning. So Reidenbaugh pops out to short, and it brings up Shane Weaver. Weaver hitting 4.04 on the year, and he had the gigantic blast to 
deep center field yesterday, just to the left of the 375 marker in center field. It hit about three feet shy of going over, and he got a double out of it. Ryan Weaver with five stolen bases on the year gets the lead, and now the throw over to first base. Weaver back with a crawl to first base. And the first pitch to Weaver is Ryan Weaver holds, and that pitch is down low to Shane, ball one. Aaron Spidell is on deck for the Bears. Regional championship action. Boy, what a thrill for all these kids out there on the field. 1-0, Weaver getting the lead. He's holding, and that pitch is low and outside. 2-0 now. Spencer has not been able to get ahead of the hitter, with the exception of Strasbaugh, the leadoff man. But ever since then, he's been behind most of the hit, all of the hitters. Spencer comes set, and the pitch to the plate. That pitch is taken upstairs by Shane, held off on the high fastball, and it's 3-0. One thing about it, Abramovitz has got three innings left in him today, but Spencer's got to get through at least four. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. And the count now is 3-1. and one. I'm not sure why it is, but the farther we get into tournament action, the home plate umpires have more delayed reaction to strike and ball calls. 3-1 and one the pitch to Weaver. And he takes that one outside. Ball four. Second walk in here in the first inning. Bears have two men on, two men down. And it brings up Aaron Spidell. Aaron been mired in a slump, although he did have a base hit yesterday, batting 390 on the year, leads the team in RBIs with 22. Ryan Weaver gets the leadoff second. Shane Weaver the leadoff of first. Two down. Spencer comes set and delivers the pitch to Spidell, and that's a called strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Marcus Schlebaugh is on deck. Winner plays next Friday at Huntington Park at 1 o'clock in the state semifinals. That pitch is upstairs to Aaron, and the count now even. One ball, one strike. We'll be there for you from Huntington Park if the Bears make it to that game. Runners get their leads at first and second. And the 1-1. Swung on and grounded right to the second baseman. Second baseman Rickard bobbled it, picked it up, stepped on the bag himself, and that'll do it. Here in the first inning of play. The Bears get two men on, but can't get a run across. We head to the bottom of the first in this regional championship game. We've got no score on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Schools around Ohio take their sports very seriously. A possible concussion is also something to take very seriously. It's the law of the land with the passage of Ohio House Bill 143. This is Randy Reinhart with a reminder that OHSAA member schools and all youth sports organizations must follow state law when a possible concussion has been sustained. Please remember that multiple concussions in a short amount of time can be fatal. For symptoms and the OHSAA's concussion policy, log on to OHSAA hsaa.org and click on sports medicine. The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. 
Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Back in Maslin, Ducky Schroeder Stadium, no score as we head to the bottom of the first inning, and Evan Reidenball will face this batting order for the Panthers. It will be Sean Darmafall leading it off playing center. Tony Laparo is the shortstop batting second. Ryan Stripmather is at third, batting third. Colton Schemmel will be the left fielder, and he'll bat cleanup. Jeff Spencer, the pitcher, bats fifth. Leighton Banjoff in right field batting sixth. James Rickard will be at second base batting seventh. Andrew Abramovitz is the DH hitting for Jack Laird at first base batting eighth, and Grant McClure is the catcher. He's the freshman behind the plate. Facing off against Evan Reidenbaugh, four and three on the year, a 1.74 ERA in what is now his tenth start. Reidenbaugh in 44 and a third innings gets ready to deliver the first pitch to the left-handed hitting Dharma Fall, and it's down low, ball one. It is imperative that you get the leadoff man out each inning in a game like this. And Darmafall watches the second one go low and outside for a ball. And now Rydenbaugh has fallen behind in the count 2-0. He moves into the motion. And the 2-0, and that is high and outside, 3-0. So Rydenbaugh has yet to find the strike zone here to the first batter of the ball game. I'll check the Waynedale defense for you here after this pitch. Rydenbaugh rocks into the motion, and the pitch to Darmafall is a called strike over the inside corner, 3-1. and one. Camacho's in left. Ryan Weaver in center today. Jarrett Wanzik in right. That's the outfield setup. Rydenbaugh working quickly, moves into the 3-1, and that pitch is a fly ball out to center. Coming in is Ryan Weaver, and he gets it on the run as he falls forward as he runs past Nick Strasbaugh, catching the short fly ball to center field. So the leadoff man down, and it brings up Tony Laparo, the shortstop. Bears around the infield. Schlebaugh is at third today. Strasbaugh at short. Colton Purdy at second. Shane Weaver at first. Aaron Spidell behind the plate. And Reidenbaugh, retiring the first man here in the first inning, now delivers to the right-handed hitting Laparo, and he has a called strike on a fastball at the belt. 0-1 the count. Laparo, 19 RBIs on the year. The junior, Rydenbaugh, the senior, moves into the motion, and that's a curveball, breaks over at the knees, 0-2. And, and if Evan can get that curveball over, that is a big advantage for him today. 0-2 the count, shakes off one sign. Now moves into the motion to Laparo, and the pitch is just down low. Aaron Spidell held the pose, but the home plate umpire wouldn't raise the right arm, and it's 1-2. and two. And the 1-2 pitch to Laparo is upstairs and in tight. Laparo had to back away from that one just slightly, and the count now evens at 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes to count to the shortstop, Laparo. Reidenbaugh, the 2-2. That pitch swung on and a fly ball out to center. Ryan Weaver backs up a little bit to his left and grabs that one for the second out of the inning. So two up, two fly balls to center that Ryan Weaver has taken care of. And it brings up Ryan Stripmather. Stripmather, 19 RBIs on the year. The sophomore, he's the third baseman, made a nice play in the first inning defensively, and they are a very good defensive team. 
No score, bottom of the first, 2 nothing, and that pitch is swung on and grounded wide of third. Picked up by Slaybaugh. Guns it across in time on a nice stretch by Shane Weaver. And for the Panthers, they go three up, three down, nothing across, and we head to the second inning of play, and we've got no score. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Back in Maslin, no score as we head to the second inning of play. As we said, just a gorgeous facility here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium. 312 down the left field line, 310 down the right field line. It's 362 to left center, 350 to right center, and 375 to dead center field. The left field fence is about 16 feet high. It guards the football, indoor football facility for the Tigers here at Maslin High. And the pitch to the leadoff man here in the inning, Marcus Schlebaugh for the Bears, and that's over at the belt for a called strike, 0 1 the count. Then comes Colton Purdy and Jarrett Varner. And Spencer's 0 1, that pitch is lying over the head of the shortstop and into center field for a base hit. So Marcus Schlebaugh gets the first hit of the ball game, and he's on at first base with nobody down, and it brings to the plate Colton Purdy. Purdy had a key sacrifice fly in yesterday's game that drove home a run as the Bears went on to win it 6-1 to one. Schleyball at first base gets a good lead and the throw over there from Spencer back with a head first dive at Schleyball Marcus on the year only three stolen bases in 29 games gets a short lead and now Spencer backs off the back of the rubber and looks at the base umpire Purdy comes into the game hitting 197, but with 19 RBIs. And that pitch is bunted up the third base side, picked up by the pitcher. Spencer looked a second, had no play there, and throws the first and completes the out. So Purdy, a nice sacrifice bunt. One away, but moving to second base is Marcus Schlebaugh. So the Bears, for the second straight inning, have a runner at second. One away, and it brings up Jarrett Varner, the freshman, hitting 308. Schlebaugh gets a good lead off of second. Spencer again working quickly, this time out of the stretch. And that pitch is down low for a ball. 1-0 the count. Jarrett Wanzik is on deck. Schlebaugh gets the lead off of second base. 1-0. And the pitch to Varner is a called strike. Throw down to second base. A la Aaron Spidell, who does that a lot. But Schlebaugh got back easily on the throw down to second from McClure. One and one to count. Varner DHing for Manny Camacho playing left field today. Coming set is Spencer. Peers back 
at Schlebaugh. A lot of action going on around second, and Barner hits the ball to second base. Coming in, taking it on the big hop is Rickard at second and throws to first in time. He finally grabbed that big hop on the infield grass. Varner grounds out to second, two away. But moving to third base is Marcus Schlebaugh, as Varner did his job, hit behind the runner and advanced the runner to third. But here at Schroeder Stadium, the backstop is not very far away. You have really got to be speedy to advance on a pass ball to home plate. And Wanzik takes that first pitch for a called strike of fastball. He had a big base hit yesterday to center field to get an RBI. Jarrett hitting 333 on the year, and he's got an RBI situation here with two outs, and Schlebaugh at third, and that pitch hangs upstairs a curveball. Jarrett took it for a ball, one and one to count. Wanzik on the year. At the plate, looks at a pitch go by, ball two, down low. Jarrett on the season with 10 RBIs after yesterday's big hit. And the 2-1, that's low and outside, 3-1, and and Nick Strasbaugh is on deck, and now it appears Spencer is really rushing to the plate. 3-1 and the count to the number 9 hitter, Jarrett Wanzik. Spencer comes set. The 3-1 pitch is swung on and grounded wide of first base and down the right field line, foul. Jarrett was behind on that fastball, but the count now full at 3-2. and Bears looking to draw first blood here in the second inning of this regional title game. Spencer comes to the belt. And the payoff pitch to Wanzik is upstairs. Ball four. Third walk of the ball game. Given up by Spencer. And it brings to the plate Nick Strasbaugh. Coming into the ball game, Spencer had given up nine walks in 26 innings pitched. And He's given up three so far in this game in just an inning and two-thirds. Strasbaugh grounded to third his first time up. Wanzik getting the lead off first base, a short lead. And now Spencer steps off the back of the rubber. Wanzik, seven stolen bases on the year. And let's see what Justin McDowell decides to do here with runners at first and third. Wanzik hold, and that pitch is upstairs to Strasbaugh for a ball. 1-0. Schlebaugh at third. Wanzik at first. Laird holding him close at first. Wanzik holds. And that pitch is down low for a ball. Throw down to third base. And Schlebaugh got back with a dive. And now the manager, Bruce Lasicki, wants to come out and talk things over with his right-hander, John Spencer, who is down in the count 2-0 and right now to the right-handed hitting Nick Strasbaugh. Big situation here for the Bears. And Spencer has really had trouble finding location, especially here in this second inning of play. He did walk two in the first, but those were on full count pitches. And in this inning, he's just had trouble finding location. Marcus Schleyball let it off with the first hit of the ball game, a hit to left center field. Colton Purdy sacrificed him to second. Jared Varner advanced him to third on a ground out to second. Jarrett Wanzik then walked, and that's where we sit right now. 2-0 and to Strasbaugh after the meeting breaks up on the mound. Infield goes back to their positions. They're playing deep with two outs here in the second inning. And Strasbaugh takes that pitch low and outside. Nice backhanded stop by McClure. And now Strasbaugh way ahead in the count, 3-0. and 
Spencer comes set, checks the runners at first and third. Wanzik holds at first, and that pitch is a called strike at the letters. Three balls, one strike the count. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Wanzik short lead at first. Schlebaugh, good lead at third. Wanzik holds up, swing and a miss by Strasbaugh on the curveball. And the count now three and two. Strasbaugh one foot in, one foot out of the batter's box. Nick hitting 378 coming in. 0 for 1 today. And the payoff pitch to the plate with two outs. Swung on and a line drive over the shortstop's head into center field for a base hit. And the Bears will take the lead 1 to nothing. Wanzik rounds second. He'll go to third. And he'll slide in safely and advancing to second is Nick Strasbaugh on the throw. And the Bears have runners at second and third with two outs here in the second inning. And they lead it now 1 to nothing on the RBI single by Nick Strasbaugh. He just laid out and took an outside pitch and lined it over the shortstop's head into center field for a base hit. Just put his bat on the ball, and the Bears lead at one nothing. and Ryan Weaver at the plate now, and he takes that pitch upstairs for a ball. 1-0 the count. Wanzik, nice base running, took third on the play. Strasbaugh on the throw to third, took second, and that pitch is inside to Weaver, 2-0. Wanzik at third, Strasbaugh at first. Spencer really working quickly. And the pitch to Weaver. That pitch is down low and outside. 3-0 and now. On deck is Evan Reidenbaugh. Spencer down in the count. Let's see what Weaver does here. Takes that pitch over at the belt for a called strike. And the count now 3-1. and one. Bears have taken the lead in this championship game. one to nothing in the top of the second. And the 3-1 to Weaver. That's a called strike over the inside corner. That was probably the best pitch that Spencer has thrown here in this inning. Three and two, two outs. And the pitch to Weaver. Swung on and missed on a curveball in the dirt. Strike three. First strike out of the ball game. Registered by Spencer. But in an inning for the Bears, they pick up one run on two base hits. No errors by Elyria Catholic. And the Bears leave two on. And as we head to the bottom of the second... It's Waynedale 1. Valeria Catholic, nothing. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton, and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Bears take an early one to nothing lead here in the bottom of the second inning. Evan Reidenball will face the middle part of the batting order. Colton Schemmel, Jeff Spencer the pitcher, and Leighton Banjoff the right fielder. And Bruce Lasicki has got somebody warming up down the left field bullpen. That's Jacek Dembiak. Dembiak, a right-hander, is warming up for Elyria Catholic. We'll see what he decides to do with him in the second inning. Like we said, 
Andrew Abramovitz has got three innings left that he can pitch today, but they've got to get through four innings to get to him. Schemmel leads it off the left fielder, the cleanup hitter, and that first pitch is in tight, backs away from a fastball for a ball, 1-0 the count. Schemmel, 25 RBIs on the year, the senior. If you noticed on your bracket, it said this game was supposed to be at 5 o'clock. They started it at 1 because tonight is Elyria Catholic's graduation ceremony. The 1-0 pitch is low and outside, 2-0. Evan, retired the side, 1-2-3, fell behind on Dharmafall, the leadoff man, 3-0, but got him to fly to center. But he needs to get some sort of rhythm going here. He's down in the count, 2-0, and now 3-0 to Schemmel. Yesterday's Schleyball was so outstanding, getting the leadoff man in each inning, he retired six of the seven leadoff men he faced. And the 3-0, that's a called strike over the inside corner, 3-1. Spencer on deck. He'll be there trying to help himself. And the 3-1 pitch to Schemmel is swung on and missed. That one might have been foul-tipped right into Aaron Spidell's right knee on the inside of the thigh. And he's a little slow getting up. It says he's all right. And the count now full at 3-2. and two. Aaron back behind the plate. Into the wind is Rydenbaugh. And the payoff pitch to the plate swung on. And a little looper out to second base grabbed by Colton Purdy for the first out of the inning. So Schemmel, a little humping line drive to second base that Purdy was right there to grab. One away for the second straight inning. Evan falls behind on the leadoff batter 3-0, and but gets him out. And now it brings to the plate Jeff Spencer. And he leads him off with a fastball at the knees, 0-1. If Evan can get that fastball over consistently, he'll be in good shape. 0-1 the count to Spencer, and that pitch is in tight. Check swing by Spencer, but he held up 1-1. One, one. one ball, one strike the count. Beautiful day for baseball here. Dumbiak is still throwing down the left field line. That pitch is swung on, lined out into right field for a base hit as Wanzik's got to play it on a hop. So the first hit of the ball game goes to Jeff Spencer to right field for Elyria Catholic. He breaks the streak of four in a row that Rydenbaugh had retired, and it brings to the plate Leighton Banjoff. Banjoff, a freshman right fielder. Good-sized freshman, too. Banjoff, 29 RBIs. The Panthers have ungodly RBI totals this year. And the pitch to the plate is upstairs above the bill of the cap. Want to know the count to Banjoff. Spencer at first base after the single to right. Weaver holding him close. In close at third is Schlebaugh for the Bears. Getting the lead off at first is Spencer, and that pitch is just above the letters, 2-0. Rickard is on deck, the second baseman. One down here in the second. Bears lead it one to nothing. Getting a good lead now at first base is Spencer, itching off just a little bit more. He's holding, and that pitch swung on, fly ball center field. Weaver has to back up, back pedals, and now grabs it and gets it back in for two outs, and retreating to first base is Jeff Spencer. So Banjoff flies out to center field, two away, and it brings up James Rickard. Rickard, the second baseman, he's a senior. 
He's got one home run this year, 28 RBIs, so he is a home run threat. But the wind blowing out towards right field here this afternoon. Spencer getting the lead off of first base. Rodmaw comes set, and that pitch is low and outside for a ball. The pitch count is accumulating for Rydenbaugh today. Schleybaugh did a nice job of keeping his pitches low yesterday. Spencer holds, and that pitch is a curveball low and in the dirt. And the count is now 2-0. Schleybaugh even with the bag at third. Strasbaugh and Purdy playing deep at short and second. Evan comes to the set position. And that pitch is a fastball over the inside corner. Ball popped in and out of the glove of Spidell, but Spencer couldn't go anywhere. And the count now, two balls, one strike. Abramovitz is on deck. Reidenbaugh, Ben at the belt, comes to the set. Runner holds, and that pitch is just low again. And the count is three and one. Aaron Spidell threw the ball back to the mound, and Shook his head in disbelief on that call. Three and one to Rickard, who is now way up in the front of the batter's box. And the three-one pitch that swung on and grounded to third. Off the glove of Schleybaugh, took a wicked hop. It'll bounce into left field. Coming in is Camacho. Let's see how they score that. Whether it'll be a hit or an error. That one was a hot shot that took a hit. and they'll give him an error on Schleybaugh. So Schleybaugh, first error of the ball game, picks up the error. And are you giving him a hit or an error? <laughs> All right, maybe they're going to give him a base hit on that. We'll, we'll give him the base hit. And two outs, and it brings up Abramovitz, and he takes a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Spencer at second. Rickard is at first. Two hits here in the inning for the Panthers. Two outs, and the pitch is swung on, gets out of the glove. Foul tipped in and out of the glove now, the umpire says to Spidell, and the count is 0-2 to Abramovitz. He's the DH today for the first baseman, Laird. He pitched yesterday. We're expecting to see him today. He's going to Nebraska in two years to pitch for the Cornhuskers. He's in the middle of the batter's box, right-handed hitter, and that pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Rydenbaugh picks up his first strikeout of the ball game, but in the inning, Elyria Catholic, no runs, two base hits, no errors for Wayndale and the Panthers. Leave two men on. We've played two complete from Ducky Schroeder Stadium in Maslin, Ohio, in this regional championship game, and we've got a one nothing Wayndale score on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. One to nothing here in this 
third inning of play. Bears on top of it. And indeed, coming back out onto the mound is Jeff Spencer. They're going to throw him another inning. They had Dembiak warming up down the left field side, so he's ready to go if need be. Sid Klein, the girls basketball coach, stopping in and saying hello up here in the press box. Proving that they'll let anybody into this facility. <laughs> Evan Reidenbaugh will lead it off. Then comes Shane Weaver and Aaron Spidell. Reidenbaugh popped out to short his first time up, and he takes that pitch for a ball at the letters. 1-0 and the count. Infield playing deep for Reidenbaugh, hitting 404. That pitch swung on and grounded wide of third. Coming in is the third baseman, Streth Mather, and he can't get it on the ground, and that will go... I would think that's a base hit because it would have been tough for him to throw him out at first base. We'll give Rydenbaugh a hit on that one. So an infield single for Rydenbaugh. Strip Mather had to go wide to his left, but it was hit so slowly that even if he had come up with it, he may have had a tough time throwing out Rydenbaugh. So the Bears, with their third hit of the ball game, leadoff man is on board, and it brings up Shane Weaver. And the throw over to first base. But Rydenbaugh gets back standing. Be interesting to see just how long Bruce Lasicki is going to go with his starter here today in Spencer. And now the throw to first base again. Rydenbaugh, short lead, back standing. Weaver into the batter's box has yet to see a pitch as Spencer has thrown over to first base twice. And now the pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded to third. Strip Mather comes in, picks it up on two hops, throws to second for one, throw it back to first base, gets by the first baseman. And Weaver will be safe at first. No error on the play. And he cannot advance to second. But Reidenbaugh is cut down on the fielder's choice. So there's one away. Weaver reaches on the fielder's choice. And it brings up Aaron Spidell. Aaron hitting 390. He ended the first inning by bouncing into a force in the first. We're in the third. It's one to nothing, Waynedale. And Weaver with a short lead at first base. Gets back standing on the throw over. Shane this year, six stolen bases. If you remember that doubleheader against Strasburg at Thurman Munson Stadium, he was wheels weaver in that one. And the pitch to the plate down low. 1-0 the count. Schlebaugh is on deck. Weaver gets a short lead off first base, but he does have surprising speed. Short lead, only a couple of steps. Spencer, the throw to the plate. That's down low and away. And the count is now 2-0 to Aaron Spidell. One down here in the inning. Justin McDowell giving the signs down in the third base coach's box. The 2-0 pitch to Spidell. Curve ball over at the knees for a strike. Two balls, one strike the count to Aaron. Aaron had a big base hit yesterday for the Bears in that 6-1 victory. Weaver gets the lead off first. And the 2-1 pitch. That pitch hangs upstairs, a fastball, and it's now 3-1. Three balls, one strike the count. Spencer comes to the belt. Checks Weaver at first, getting about another step lead. And that pitch is down low, ball four. Spidell walks. That's the fourth walk given up today by Spencer. Runners at first and second. One down here in the third, and it brings up Marcus Schlebaugh. And again, action going on down in the Elyria Catholic bullpen. Dembiak is going back down. Jacob Dembiak is a junior, 
He's going back down the right-hander, and he's going to warm up again. He warmed up almost the entire bottom of the second inning, so I can't see on this day where it's almost 80 degrees that he would need to throw a, a lot more pitches to be ready to come in. Spidell at first, Weaver at second, and Schlebaugh, the hitter, takes that pitch down low. Nice stop by the freshman backstop, McClure. 1-0 the count. Colton Purdy on deck. Spencer comes set. And the 1-0. That pitch swung on and grounded to second base. Wider second goes into right field for a base hit. Rounding third is Weaver. He's going to stop. Now the right fielder has trouble picking it up. Weaver's going to come home. And now they've got Spidell caught between second and third. Weaver scores. Throw back to second. Spidell running back to second. And the throw now to third base as Spidell reverses his field. Jumps out of the way. He's out. And now the throw goes into right field. And rounding second and holding right there will be Slaybaugh. So Schlebaugh advances to second base. Justin McDowell got confused as to where... Well, he didn't get confused. It was Schlebaugh. And the entire defense for Elyria Catholic on the infield ends up between second and third on that rundown. I'm not even going to try to score that. But Schlebaugh gets the base hit and an RBI on the Weaver scoring. And the Bears lead at 2 nothing. Aaron Spidell was cut down trying to go to third on the play. So there are two down, and Marcus Schlebaugh took second on the throw. So two down, and it brings up Colton Purdy, and he takes a fastball at the knees for a called strike. Two-nothing Waynedale now here in the third. Spencer comes set. Schlebaugh at second. That pitch is a curveball in the dirt. Boy, McClure for a freshman, he does an outstanding job behind the plate. One and one the count to Purdy, and the one-one. Pitch swung on, and a foul ball hit down the left field side and right over near into the Elyria Catholic bullpen. And the count is one and two. Purdy only hitting 197, but he's got 19 RBIs on the year. And the one-two pitch to Purdy. That hit him. A curveball that didn't break, and it hit Purdy in the back of the helmet. So the first hit batsman of the ball game. And now the Bears have runners at first and second with Purdy at first. Schlebaugh still at second. And it brings up Jarrett Varner, the freshman, hitting 308 on the year. Varner this season has taken over the DH duties. He's got six RBIs. He's only played in 11 games, but he really did such an outstanding job at the JV level that Justin McDowell had no alternative but to put him on the varsity and start playing it. And the pitch to Varner, that is low and outside, and they'll call it a strike. Hit the outside corner. 0-1 the count. Schlebaugh at second. Getting lead off first is Purdy. Infield playing deep. That pitch is inside and high, 1-1. One and one. Laird at first base, not even holding. Purdy at first. Schlebaugh getting the lead at second. Two down here in the inning. Bears have struck for one. That pitch swung on and a high chopper over the mound. Picked up by the shortstop. And the throw to second base is in time. The second baseman, Rickard, threw to first base just in case. But nonetheless, Purdy is forced at second. And that'll do it for the Bears here in this third inning of play. But they pick up another run on two base hits. No errors. And they leave two men on. And as we head to the third, bottom of the third inning of play from Ducky Schroeder Stadium, your score, it's Waynedale now two. And Elyria Catholic, nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. 
Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Waynedale now leads it two to nothing. Back here on UltimateSportsTalk.com, I'm Dave Mitchell. Grant McClure will lead it off. He is the freshman backstop, batting number nine today. And then the top of the order, Sean Darmafall and Tony Laparo are the scheduled three hitters for Bruce Lasicki's Elyria Catholic Panthers. Winner will play the winner of the Clear Fork Archbold game, which is happening in Elida later on this afternoon. Should be underway right about now. That'll be at one. The winners will play next Friday at one o'clock. Down in Columbus at Huntington Park. And if it's the Bears, we'll be down there from Huntington Park bringing you every pitch of that game. 2 nothing, Waynedale. McClure, three RBIs on the year. He steps in and takes that first pitch. I'm not sure where in the world that was. It must have been inside 1-0. and Boy, that looked like a real good pitch. 1-0 the count. And the pitch to the plate. That one is over at the knees for a called strike. One ball, one strike. Dembiak still warming up down the left field side. Now he's done warming up. And that pitch is upstairs. And the count now two and one. Neither pitcher has had excellent control here today. The difference has been is that Rydenbaugh has been able to battle through it, and Spencer really has it. And the 2-1, that pitch is just above the letters. 3-1 and one the count now. And for the third straight inning, Reidenbaugh has gone 3-1 and one on the leadoff man, but then in the first two, he's managed to eliminate that man. And now that pitch is over at the knees for a called strike, and that brings the count full at 3-2. and two. Boy, just a gorgeous day for this championship game. Couldn't ask for a better day. And the payoff pitch, that pitch is down low for a ball. So the leadoff man is on board. First walk given up here this afternoon by Rydenbaugh. Leadoff man is on, and it brings up the top of the order, Darmafall. And this is the guy that you have to stop to stop this Panther offense. He scored the runs yesterday. He is the guy that sets the table. Getting the leadoff first is McClure. Nobody down, and the pitch to Darmafall. He pops up the butt, right back to the mound to Rydenbaugh. He catches it, but getting back to first base in time is McClure, and Rydenbaugh had no chance to throw to first base. So Darmafall tried the bunt, but he popped it right back to the mound. One away, and it brings up Laparo, the right-handed hitter. McClure still at first base. Weaver holding him close, in at third is Schleybaugh. On the grass, and the pitch. That pitch is down low for a ball. 1-0 the count. Strip Mather is on deck. 
Getting the lead off is McClure at first base. Infield at double play depth, except for Schleybaugh, who's in on the grass at third. That pitch is a strike at the knees. One and one the count. LaPara flied to center. His first time up, he's 0 for 1. McClure gets the lead off at first. And that pitch swung on. Fly ball out to right field. It goes up the gap into right center field and gets down, and it'll go all the way to the warning track. Picked up by Ryan Weaver. McClure around second. He's going to third. Weaver can't get it in. It goes underneath the the fence, and it's stuck out there. The umpire is going to go out there and see if that's a ground rule double. They will stop McClure at third base, and that'll be a break for the Bears. And the umpire does say it will be a ground rule double. So now Elyria Catholic will have runners at second and third with two outs on the double to right center by LaPara. So that's their third hit of the ball game. And it advances McClure to third. And LaPara is in at second with the double. So there's one away. First base is open. And Strittmather is the hitter. He grounded to third his first time up. Tying runs on base for the Panthers with one down here in the inning. Strittmather grounded to third his first time. He's 0 for 1. And the pitch. That is a strike. 0 and 1 the count. Schemmel is on deck, the cleanup man. Evans really got a bear down here. Comes set to the belt. Checks the runners. Pitch. Swung on. Fly ball. Out into right center. Weaver comes over to his left. That's going to be deep enough to get the run home. He grabs it. Throws back into second base. The run will come home from third to score. In McClure. And advancing to third base on the fly ball is Laparo. So the sacrifice fly by Stripmather cuts the Bears lead in half. At 2-1, to one, he gets an RBI on that, his 20th of the year. And advancing to third is Leparo. And now the Bears are going to appeal the play at third. And the umpires say, yes, he did leave in time. So there are two outs, and it brings up Schemmel with a runner at third. The tying run is at third in Leparo. Now riding ball will work out of the line. Infield playing deep. And the pitch swung on. Line drive out to center. But right in his tracks is Ryan Weaver to grab it. And that will be it for Elyria Catholic. But in the inning, they cut the lead in half. They pick up one run in the inning on one base hit, the double, and a sacrifice fly. No Waynedale errors. And at the end of three innings of play, it is Waynedale 2, Elyria Catholic 1. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Well, your three-inning line score so far this afternoon for the Bears. Two runs on four hits. They've left five men on base and committed no errors. And four, Elyria Catholic, one run on three hits, no errors, and they have left three men on base. So it's two to one as we head into the inning. And your new pitcher here this afternoon is Jacob Jacob Dembiak. Dembiak, a 6'2 junior. He is coming in. To, or check that, and is going to be, excuse me, 
That is not Dembiak. That is going to be Laird. Laird is coming in to pitch. He is a six-foot freshman. So Laird will come in to take the place of Jeff Spencer, who went three innings today and gave up two runs in the contest on those four base hits that the Bears scored, and they had two runs in the ballgame. He did hit a batter, and he hit one, walked four in the contest, and struck out one. So it will be Jack Laird who moves from first base, and Spencer will take over at first base. So Laird just moves to the mound, and Spencer goes to first base. And for the Bears, in this 2-1 to ball game, leading it off is going to be Jarrett Wanzik. Wanzik walked his first time up. We're in the fourth. 2-1 Waynedale. Laird now the pitcher, taking over from first base. And the wind by Laird in his first pitch of the ball game to Wanzik is over at the belt for a strike. Hole one the count. Laird, right-hander, moves into the motion. And the 0-1. Wanzik squared to bunt, pulled the bat back, takes it inside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Wanzik came into the ball game hitting 333. And the pitch to the plate, squares the bunt, takes that one high for a ball, two and one the count. So far I haven't figured out what the home plate umpire strike zone is. That's one of the mysteries that we may not figure out for the rest of the day. The 2-1 pitch to the plate, that pitch is a strike at the knees. And the count is now two and two. It may be that he loves the low pitch, but the high pitch you can just forget about. 2-2 pitch to Wanzik, and that pitch is off the outside corner, 3-2. and two. Three balls, two strikes. Laird to the leadoff man here in the fourth, Jarrett Wanzik. And the pitch to Jarrett is a called strike three over the inside part of the plate, and Wanzik didn't appreciate the call, but that's the first strikeout of the ball game by Laird in the first batter that he faces and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Vasquez is warming up down the left field side now for Illyria Catholic and that first pitch to Nick is over at the knees for a called strike. 0-1 the count. Nick has singled to center, grounded to third and now that pitch is upstairs for a ball. So he is one for two. He was three for four yesterday, but he was on base all four times. And the 1-1 pitch to Nick swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count now moves to one ball, two strikes. Ryan Weaver is on deck. Waynedale leads it 2-1 to one in this championship game. We're in the fourth. And Laird out of the wind, and the pitch swung on. Strasbaugh grounds it between third and home, and it will be grabbed by Laird, and he's got no play as the ball rolled up his left arm. And Nick beat it out. That'll be an error. First error of the ball game. now. That definitely is an error on Laird. So the Bears get Strasbaugh on, and let's see what he decides to do. Nick, with his stolen bases yesterday, now has 20 on the year, and he's a threat to steal. Weaver who is 0-for-1 in the ballgame with a walk in his two at-bats today. 
Left-handed batter steps in against Laird. Now he'll work out of the stretch, and now Weaver will take time. Spencer will hold Strasbaugh close at first. In at third, Strittmather expecting the bunt from Weaver. On deck is Rydenbaugh, and that pitch is high and outside for a ball. You would expect Strasbaugh to be going sometime in the next couple of pitches. Nick gets a good lead at first, and now Laird will turn and throw over there. Strasbaugh backstanding. Elyria Catholic throws to first base more than any team we have seen this year. Strasbaugh with the lead off first. There he goes. Pitch down at the knees. Called strike. Throw down to second base. High throw and in with the slide is Strasbaugh with the stolen base. Boy, when Nick gets a jump like that, it's hard to throw him out. That was an excellent throw by McClure just off to the little of the right field side. Strasbaugh comes up. Justin McDowell walked about halfway down to second base to make sure that Nick was okay. One and one to count to Weaver as that was a called strike. Strasbaugh gets the lead off of second base. Looks like he may have pulled a, he's got a Charlie horse and his left calf muscle is the problem. Gets the lead off of second. Coming set is Laird. And the pitch to Weaver. That pitch is low and outside for a ball. Two and one. Nick should just take some time and walk that Charlie horse off, but he's going to continue to play with it. Gets the lead off of second. Two and one the count to Weaver. To Ryan Weaver. And the pitch to Ryan. That pitch is over at the belt for a strike. And now the count is two and two with Evan Reidenbaugh on deck in this two to one ball game. We're in the fourth. Strasbaugh the lead off of second. One down in the inning. Coming set is Laird, and that pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Out into short left field goes the shortstop, Laparo, backpedals into the outfield, and grabs it for the second out of the inning. So Weaver pops out to short. Strasbaugh holds it second, and it brings to the plate Evan Reidenbaugh. Evan popped to short, grounded to third. He's 0 for 2. And now Reidenbaugh will step into the plate, looking to help himself out. A base hit, depending upon how Nick's leg feels, if he's at 100%, a base hit would score him. That's how fast Strasbaugh is. He'll be going to the College of Worcester next year. Now McClure goes out to talk to Laird on the mound. This is the key inning for the Bears. They wanted the lead heading into the fourth inning, or the fifth inning, I should say, because that's when you expect Abramovitz to come into this game. He pitched the 2-1 to one victory yesterday. He's got three innings that he can pitch on. Now Laird steps off the back of the rubber. I'm not sure what he's waiting for, but now he steps back up on top of the hill. And he holds the ball back behind his back. Strasbaugh gets the lead at second. Now he comes set, and now we'll deliver the first pitch to Rydenbaugh, and that is a strike. 0-1 the count now to Rydenbaugh. Evan hitting 404. On the year, 19 RBIs. No home runs. Laird peers in for the sign. Two down here in the inning. Bears lead at 2-1. to one. Strasbaugh the lead at second. That pitch curveball, and Rydenball was really lunging for it. Swung and missed. And the count now is 0-2. Now Evan really has to be in a protect mode with Shane Weaver on deck. Laird 
Way ahead in the count, 0-2. Laird takes a lot of time in between pitches trying to get the sign as they're changing up the signs with Strasbaugh at second base. And it appears Laird might be having a tough time deciphering those signals. Now he gets the sign, comes set. Strasbaugh the lead at second. And the 0-2 pitch, that's a curveball swung on and missed in the dirt. And he foul-tipped it is what they'll say now. So he foul-tipped it. And the count stays 0-2. Boy, he has had Rydenbaugh lunging at the last two curveballs. Nick just over-aggressive at the plate, or I should say Evan, over-aggressive at the plate right now. Wind blowing out to deep center field. If he gets anything up in the air, it'll carry. Laird the set. That pitch swung on and missed in the dirt. Throw down to second base, but the inning is over. So Rydenbaugh strikes out swinging. Second strikeout of the ball game. For the Bears, they get no runs in the inning. One error for Elyria Catholic. We head to the bottom of the fourth here from Maslin in the regional championship game. It's Waynedale 2, Elyria Catholic 1. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company, locally owned, community driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Two to one, Waynedale leads it here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And Evan Reidenbaugh out and needs to settle himself down here in this inning. Bringing it up, Jeff Spencer, then Leighton Banjoff, and James Rickard. Spencer. Got the first hit of the ball game for Elyria Catholic back in the second, and he was stranded at second. So he'll lead it off, one for one, the junior. Started the ball game on the mound, pitched the first three innings. Rydenbaugh into the motion in the first pitch of the fourth inning. That pitch is upstairs for a ball, 1-0 the count. You know, we talk so much about Abramovitz coming into this game for Elyria Catholic. You tend to forget... And the 1-0 pitch is upstairs 2-0. The Marcus Schleybaugh has got three innings left today. He pitched seven yesterday. So he can come into this ball game too, if need be. And the 2-0 pitch to Spencer. And now that's upstairs 3-0. And immediately Aaron Spidell says, slow down, bring the ball down. 3-0 the count now. Rydenbaugh behind to Spencer, the leadoff man here in the fourth. And that pitch is a strike at the knees. So he brought it down and got it over the plate, three and one. Evan has had a tough time finding his control here this afternoon. And the three-one pitch, that pitch is swung on and fouled right over the top of us here at the, we're right above the first base dugout. 
And the count evens three and two. Elyria Catholic in the third base dugout today. Waynedale in the first base dugout is the visiting team. And the payoff pitch to Spencer. Swung on and grounded past the mound. Wide of short. Picked up by Strasbaugh behind the bag. Throw to first in time. So Spencer grounds out to short. Nice range shown by Strasbaugh. Nick's going to the College of Worcester. Now, personally, I think Nick's going to be probably a second baseman for the Fighting Scots, although he made a showed good range there at shortstop to get that ball behind the bag and throw Spencer out for the first out of the inning. And it brings up Leighton Banjoff, who flied to center. And that pitch is low and outside for a ball. Boy, Reidenbaugh just cannot seem to get ahead of the hitters. He is pitching from behind almost all day. Into the wind, and the 1-0, that pitch swung on and flied foul down the right field side and out of play. And the count, 1-1. One and one. Rickard is on deck. Evan not showing the control of the fastball that he had last week against Manchester and a few weeks ago against Rittman in his one-hitter. Into the wind, and the 1-1. That pitch swung on and grounded past the mound. Picked up by Purdy near the bag. Bounced in front of him. Picked up, throws to first base, and it got by Shane Weaver. And it goes into the dugout. And the error will send Banjoff down to second base. So that's an error on the play. That's the first against the Bears here this afternoon. But it's a two-base error. It sends Banjoff down to second. One away. And it brings up Rickard. Rickard reached on a single his last time up. He's one for one. So Banjoff getting the lead off of second base. He's got a huge lead at second base. Strasbaugh just letting him stay there. And that pitch swung on, lined out into right center field. And that's going to tie up the ball game. As Weaver, then Weaver overran the ball. Coming around to score is Banjoff. And going into second base on the air by the center fielder, Ryan Weaver, is James Rickard. Rickard got the base hit to tie it up. And then he'll take second on the air in the outfield. So back-to-back errors by the Bears defensively, and you cannot do that in a game like this. And the game now is tied up at two apiece, and that brings Justin McDowell to the mound to talk things over with his infield for the Bears. Two errors. There's a base hit, a clean base hit by Rickard into center field. He's two for two in the ballgame with an RBI. He drove Banjoff, but Banjoff was getting a huge lead at second base. And the Bears didn't do anything to hold him there. He would have scored easily on the play nonetheless, but Weaver then overran the ball, and that allowed Rickard to take second. So the go-ahead run for Elyria Catholic is at second base, and it brings up Abramovitz, right-handed hitter. The DH today, he struck out his first time up. Getting the lead off a second is Rickard, and that pitch is a strike at the knees thrown by Reidenbaugh. 0-1 the count. That may have been his best fastball of the day. We're tied at two now here in the fourth. And the pitch to the plate, that pitch is down low. One and one the count. Now Evan started is starting to rush a little bit to the plate. One and one the count. Rickard getting the lead off second. And the pitch swung on. Fly ball to right field. Going back as Wanzik. He grabs it. Then bobbled, bobbled it. Dropped the ball. And taking third base on the play will be Rickard. And three errors in the inning 
Abramovitz ends up at second base. That's three errors in the inning on the Bears, and that is what's led to this mess. Now runners are at second and third as Rickard had to hold up and wait for to see if Wanzik caught the ball. He had it in the glove, it popped up in the air, and then he couldn't grab it again, and it fell to the ground. So runners at second and third, and it brings up Grant McClure. McClure walked his first time up, came around at score. We're tied at two here in the fourth. The fifth, I should, or yes, the bottom of the fourth. And that pitch is upstairs for a ball. Rydenbaugh hasn't helped himself with his control problems, but the defense with three errors here in the inning have not helped him either. And now infield playing in, and that pitch is down low, 2-0 to McClure. And Evans starting to show some frustration out of the mound. Schlebaugh is in at third, and now Lisicki, the third base coach and manager, is going to have a chat with his catcher, Grant McClure. Darmafall, the top of the order, is on deck. Runner at second is Abramovitz. Runner at first, or at third, excuse me, is Rickard. McClure ahead in the count, two and zero, oh. and the pitch that one's over the heart of the plate, two and one for a call to strike. Rydenbaugh down in the count, two and one. One down here in the inning. Runners at second and third. And the pitch. Bunt. Bunted to third. First base. Rydenbaugh has no play at home. Throw to first base in time. And the ball dropped by Weaver. Another error. And here comes the runner run home to score. And it's now 4-2. to two. The Bears just cannot catch the ball in this inning. McClure squared to Bunt. The squeeze was effective. And now they're going to... Justin Mc... McDowell is coming out to wonder if it was an, if something was wrong over at first base, but Weaver dropped the throw and it allowed two runs to score and now it is four to two as Elyria Catholic has scored three runs in this bottom of the fourth inning with the aid of three errors in the inning. Unbelievable. Bears just unable. That's four errors, excuse me. Four errors here in the inning. And that pitch taken up high for a ball. 1-0 to Dharma fall. Runner at first base is McClure. And it's 4-2 Elyria Catholic, and he swings and fouls it straight back. This is reminiscent of the Manchester game where they had five errors in the first two innings, and the Bears took advantage of it to win it 4 nothing. One and one the count now to Darmafall, who's 0 for 2. Three runs on four errors by the Bears. That pitch swung on, fly ball out into right center field, and that is hit up against the fence. Weaver goes back, can't get it. It'll hit off the wall. McClure's going to round second. He's going to go to third. Ball comes into the second base for Purdy. Here's the throw to the plate. The throw is not in time as it bounces in front of the plate, and it's 5-2. to two. Boy, Darmafall gave that thing a ride, and he is on at third with a triple. And it was a good thing that McClure came all the way around to score because Darmafall wasn't going to stop at second. He was going to third on his RBI triple. So now it is 5-2, Elyria Catholic here in the fourth. And another runner in Darmafall is at third, and Laparo is up now. He is one for two in the ballgame. 
And the pitch to the plate is upstairs for a ball. And now you wonder just how long Justin McDowell's going to let Reidenbaugh stay out there. Not only are the Bears committing errors, but he's been tattooed on a couple of hits here. 1-0 the count to Laparo. Strip Mather is on deck. And that pitch is a called strike at the knees. 1-1 one one the count. One and one the count. McClure, excuse me, Darmafall getting the lead off of third. And that pitch swung on and grounded to short. Strasbach grabs it. He's going to go home. Gets the runner, Darmafall, to go back to third base. And the throw back to third is not in time. And now what are they? So the fielder's choice allows Laparo at first base. The Bears took a chance, threw home. And Darmafall got back to third on the head first dive, so there's runners at first and at third, and it brings up Stripmather, still with one out in the inning. Rydenbaugh, the pitch swung on and lined down the left field line, but foul. It'll bounce off the fence there and back out to Manny Camacho, and he bobbled the baseball. Boy, the Bears just cannot field the ball cleanly in this inning. 0-1 the count to Stripmather. Schemmel is on deck. Strip Mather, right-handed hitter. That pitch, he went too far. Ball got behind the catcher, Spidell. He's going to throw to second. Now comes the runner home, and that was an error on Spidell. He should have never thrown the ball down to second. And drew. Coming home is Dharma Fall to score, and it's now 6-2. to two. That is five runs here in the inning. Laparo took second on the wild pitch. And it came bouncing right back to Spidell. He turned it through to second, and he shouldn't have done it. And now the pitch is a strike. And the count now one and two to Stripmather. So Laparo standing at second base. And now I think Justin McDowell wants to go out and talk with the umpires. I think he's got a question on what the count is. I think he's right. I think it is strike three, actually. And the home plate umpire, they're going to talk it over, and it will be strike three on Stripmather. So that is the second strikeout here in the ball game by Rydenbaugh, and that brings two down. Runner still at second base is Laparo, and it brings to the plate Schemmel. Schemmel, 0 for 2, fly to second, fly to center. And Rydenbaugh. Fastball over the outside corner, check swing, but he went too far by Schemmel, 0 and 1 the count. 6 to 2, Elyria Catholic has taken the lead with five runs here in the inning. Coming set is Rydenbaugh. There goes Laparo. The pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play, so Laparo will have to return to second. Schemmel down in the count, 0-2. He's the ninth man up in this inning. The Panthers have batted around. 6-2. Rydenbaugh comes set. Now steps off the back of the rubber, forcing Laparo back to the bag. Evan has been really struggling with his control here but now the Bears defense is struggling that pitch swung on and grounded past the mound picked up by Strasbaugh behind the bag throw to first base in time and the Bears are finally out of the inning nine men come to the plate 
for Elyria Catholic here in this inning. They score five runs in the inning. And they get only two base hits. The Bears commit four errors in the inning. And Elyria Catholic leaves one on. As we head to the fifth inning of play, your score, it's now Elyria Catholic 6 and Waynedale 2. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch quality stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, it is 6-2 here for the Elyria Catholic Panthers in this one. And, boy, the Bears just could not catch anything in that inning. Four errors in the bottom of the fourth inning, and they are now down 6-2. to two. Parker Snyder warming up down the right field line for the Bears. Shane Weaver will lead it off against Jack Laird in for his second inning. And then comes Aaron Spidell and Marcus Schlebaugh. Laird into the wind, and the pitch to Weaver. And he takes that pitch inside, had to back away from it. 1-0 the count. Shane's bounced into a fielder's choice and walked. Bears got to remember they just can't get it all back in one inning. That pitch swung on and grounded to third. Coming in the third baseman, Strittmather. He can't make the play. And one error deserves another. And Illyria Catholic picks up an error. Shane Weaver will take it. He reaches on the E5. So he's on base. And it brings up Aaron Spidell. Aaron has walked and bounced into a fielder's choice. Laird looks out at his shortstop, Laparo, and Laparo is actually the one signaling the signs in from the bench. Weaver will not be going anywhere, down by four. Laird comes set. Weaver short lead at first, and that pitch is high and outside now to Spidell. One or no the count. Aaron, right-handed hitter, now Laird. Peers back, looks at Weaver at first base, comes to the set, and the pitch swung on and grounded right to Strip Mather at third. He'll go to second for one. On the way to first is not in time as Spidell beat it out. Boy, that first base umpire looked at that a long time and then called Spidell safe. So, Bears keep a runner at first base in Spidell, but Weaver is erased at second. One away, and it brings up Marcus Schleybaugh. Marcus. Two for two in the ball game. A single to left, a single to right. And a run scored. Spidell getting the lead off of first. And that pitch is upstairs for a ball. Want to know the count? Hey, I want to remind you that the Ride for Brittany, the poker run and benefit, is going on Saturday, July 16th. That will begin and end at the Worcester American Legion. 
If you'd like to get involved, just call the Worcester American Legion. That pitch is down low for a ball. 2-0 the count. Of course, Brittany Host is the daughter of Kevin and Steph Host from West Lebanon. She had a rare form of cancer and had emergency surgery on December 31st. She had a Ewing sarcoma. It's a rare form of cancer, and that's why they're having this poker run. That pitch is low and outside. Ball three. And again, that's coming up July 16th. And it'll begin and end at the Worcester American Legion. The first ride out will be at 11 a.m. The last ride out will be at 12.30. And the last ride in will be at 5. A meal will be provided. There's a 50-50 drawing with a silent auction. Prizes will be for the best and worst hand. It's $15 per rider or $25 per couple. And all vehicles are welcome. If you want more information, contact the Worcester American Legion. That goes for a good cause. 3-0 and oh the count. One down to Schleybaugh with Purdy on deck. And the pitch. That is a called strike over the outside corner. 3-1. and one. Spidell with one down getting the lead off of first base. Coming set is Laird. And the pitch. That is a strike again. Same spot. Low and outside. And the count is 3-2. and two. Bears need base runners. Full count. One down here in the fifth. Spidell the leadoff first. He's holding. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back by Schleybaugh. Hanging tough on that high offering. And the count stays three and two. Colton Purdy is on deck and then would be Jarrett Barner. Laird, Ben at the belt. Comes set. Check Spidell at first. He's holding, and that pitch is down low. Ball four. So the Bears have runners at first and second. First walk given up by Laird in his inning and a third of pitching. Spidell at second, and it brings up Colton Purdy. Purdy is sacrificed and been hit by a pitch. So Purdy, right-handed hitter. Laird. Peering back now. Well, that's a balk. That's a balk. Yes, he started coming up and hesitated. And that balk will send the Bears to second and third. That was almost an easy call. I was surprised it took the umpire that long to make it. He started coming up. I thought he balked initially before that because he actually took a step towards home and then came to his stretch. Now he'll work out of the line. Now he steps off the back of the rubber, and that's almost a balk. But the home plate umpire had a ball. At a timeout. So Laird now steps in, and the pitch to Purdy is a strike on the outside. 0-1 the count. So the Bears were aided by a balk yesterday. They are here today. Purdy with one down. That pitch is low and outside for a ball. Gets by McClure, but not far enough for anybody to advance. And the count now 1-1. One and one. Bears down in the scoreboard, now 6-2 to two here in the top of the fifth. One down. That pitch is low and away. Now, now they'll call it a strike. Called strike, one and two. Boy, he has got a delayed strike call. And the one-two pitch to Purdy with Varner on deck. That pitch swung on it, grounded past the mound, picked up by the shortstop, bobbled by the shortstop. A run will score and everyone is safe. That'll be an error on the shortstop, Laparo. So the Bears, who had four errors in the last inning, now Elyria Catholic has come back with two of their own, and the Bears have picked up a run as Spidell comes home to score, and it's now 6-3. to three. Schlebaugh 
Moving on down to third, Purdy safe at first, and it brings up Jared Varner. Varner now. Bruce Lasicki is going to come out and talk to his pitcher. He's still got Abramovitz that he can go to. Parker Snyder was warming up down the right field side for the Bears. May expect to see him here in the bottom of this inning. He has not pitched in this tournament trail for the Bears as of yet. But Rydenbaugh now... With all the meetings going on, you've got Jarrett Varner at home plate talking with Justin McDowell and his first base coach, Brandon Giles. You've got Lasicki out on the mound talking with his entire infield and his pitcher, Jack Laird. That's two errors in the inning on Elyria Catholic, and it's led to a Bears run. Still only one man down, and it brings up Jarrett Varner. Varner, as the meetings break up, has grounded a second and reached on a fielder's choice. Ended the inning, I should say, on a fielder's choice. Purdy getting the lead off of first. Infield in at the corners. They're holding Purdy at close at first. Getting the lead off at third is Schleybaugh. And the pitch to Varner is a called strike over the outside corner. Wanzik is on deck. Coming set is Laird. Checks runners at first and third. Purdy holding. And that pitch is a strike again. And a count now, the freshman down, 0-2. Laird now working quickly, comes set. And the 0-2 pitch to Varner, and he takes that pitch, a curveball that hangs upstairs. And now Purdy takes off, and he gets into second base with a stolen base. They'll just let him go on that one. They weren't going to throw down to second. So now the Bears have runners at second and third. Purdy at second, Schleybaugh at third, and that pitch called strike three over the outside corner. I will say this, for the first time this year, Varner looked like a freshman. He has really done a good job at the plate, but that time he just seemed overmatched by Laird. Two down, and it brings up Jarrett Wanzik. He struck out and walked. Runners at second and third, and that pitch is down low and outside to the senior, 1-0. and Nick Strasbaugh is on deck. And will it be Rydenbaugh or will it be Snyder in the bottom of this inning for the Bears? And the 1-0 to Wanzik from Laird. That pitch is a strike at the belt. 1-1 one one the count. Getting the lead off of third is Schleybaugh. Off of second is Purdy. The 1-1 pitch to Jarrett Wanzik. Swung on and missed. He was behind on that fastball. And the count is 1-2. and two. He had a big base hit yesterday. Driving home a run. One and two the count to Jarrett. Laird to the belt. And the pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. He went for the high fastball. And that'll do it here in the inning. That's four strikeouts for Laird. But the Bears in the inning, they pick up one run on no base hits in the inning. Two big errors by Elyria Catholic, and the Bears leave two men on base. As we head to the bottom of the fifth, your score, it is Elyria Catholic six and Waynedale three. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. 
Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference. Well, Evan Rydenball will indeed come out to begin this fifth inning of play. He has really struggled, faced nine batters in that last inning, and Jeff Spencer let it off, just grounding to short. Just an innocent inning up to that point. But then they broke through because the Bears forgot how to field the baseball. Scored five runs in that last inning to take a 6-3 to three lead as we head into the bottom of the fifth inning. So Spencer leading it off. Grounded to short his last time up. And the pitch from Rydenbaugh is a strike at the belt. 0-1 the count. Banjoff is on deck. And then comes Rickard in the hole. Spencer... One for two here today, singled and the first time up. And that pitch is low and outside for a ball. Parker Snyder was warming up in the bullpen down the right field side. I would think that Justin McDowell would have a short hook on Reidenbaugh if he gets in trouble in this inning. And the 1-1 pitch, that is a ball upstairs. Two and one the count. Evan has thrown a lot of pitches in this game. And the wind by Rydenbaugh and the pitch. That pitch swung on and lined out into left center field. Camacho makes a dive for it. Can't get it. Gets by him. Weaver backing it up. The rounding second and holding right there on a leadoff single will be Jeff Spencer. So he is two for three on the afternoon. Boy, they are teeing off on Rydenbaugh. Evan has not had good control. He's thrown a lot of pitches in this ball game. And you can tell that he is laboring here this afternoon. So Spencer leads it off with the base hit. Reidenbach comes set, and now the batter, Banjoff, takes that pitch squared to bunt, but takes it outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Getting the lead off at first base, at second base, excuse me, is Spencer. And the pitch squaring to bunt again is Banjoff, and that's low and outside. 2-0 and oh the count. Banjoff reached on an air fly to center. So he's 0-2. Now he's going to take time. He wants to make sure he gets the signs from his coach down in the third base box. Spencer getting the lead off of second. And Reidenbach comes set. And the 2-0. That pitch is a called strike. And that was a generous strike because... The home plate umpire has not been giving the high strikes here today. That one was just below the letters. Two and one the count. Coming set is Spencer. And the pitch, that's down low and outside. Three and one. Three balls, one strike the count. Now to Banjoff. Rickard is on deck. Nobody down here in the inning. Weaver comes in close at first base. On a 3-1 and one count to Banjoff, and that pitch swung on and grounded wide of third and into left field for a base hit. Camacho will come in and get it and get it in in a hurry. And it will hold the runner, Spencer, at third base. But back-to-back base hits, Banjoff with a single. And it will bring to the plate James Rickard. 
Rickard with runners at first and third. Nobody down. And it is a 6-3 to three Illyria Catholic lead, and they are looking to break this thing open. Rickard has reached on his... Two for two today with an RBI and a run score. There goes the runner at first. Throw down to second base is in time to get the runner. And the runner at third did not go. It was a bullet thrown down to second base by Banjoff. And they got him and holding at third is Spencer. And Banjoff looked at third base after he was tagged out and wondered what Spencer was doing at third. He never even made an attempt to go home. So now there's one out, and Rickard, with the runner still at third, and Reidenbaugh throws that one upstairs. And the count now is one and one to Rickard. Abramovitz is on deck. And I would think that Abramovitz will not pitch in the sixth inning, but he may in the seventh. Riding by the pitch, that pitch swung on and fouled straight back against the backstop. And the count now one and two. One and two. Spencer at third base with one down. The defense helping Rydenbaugh on the play before that. And the pitch swung on and grounded is short. Strasbaugh's got it. He's going to come to home. The tag at the plate. Got him at the plate. Bears playing in. Spencer arguing the call. And I think Lasicki is saying, hey, I'm the one that tells him to go. I think somebody in the dugout yelled for him to go at third base. And Lasicki wanted him to hold. And Lasicki is over yelling at his players in the third base dugout. Nice play by Strasbaugh. Rickard on at first base. He's cut down 6-2. to two. So defense has come back and helped the Bears in this inning after it went against them in the last inning. And that pitch is upstairs now to Abramovitz. 1-0 the count. Rickard on at first base after the fielder's choice. Two down here in the inning. Still 6-3. to three. The defense giveth and the defense taketh away, and that's what's happened to Waynedale in this one. And that pitch is a strike on the outside part of the plate. One and one the count. McClure, the number nine hitter, is on deck. Rydenbaugh seems to be energized now. Looks over to first base to the runner Rickard. He's got a good lead, and that pitch is a strike at the knees. One and two, and Rickard has not shown any indication of going at first. But he is getting a huge lead at first base. About a five-step lead off the bag at first by Rickard. Reidenbach comes set. He bluffs. Now the pitch down low. Nice scoop by Spidell behind the plate. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, the count. You heard Justin McDowell say, throw your best pitch. Well, that would be the fastball if you're Reidenbach. Two and two. And the pitch is down low. He threw the curve. Nice scoop by Spidell, and the count is now three and two. Three balls, two strikes, the count. Boy, this started out ominously, but the Bears' defense has helped out. Two down, and the payoff pitch to the plate swung on and tapped to third base. Fair picked up by Schlebaugh. Throw to first base, not in time. Will not get him. Boy, that was a high chopper. And it would just hug the line. Schleyball with the backhanded grab right in front of the bag on the second bounce. But he didn't have a chance to get the speedy Abramovitz going to first base. So that's an infield single. Runners now at first and second as Rickard takes second. And it brings up 
the bottom of the order and Grant McClure, who has walked and reached on an air. So he's 0 for 1, but he's also got two runs scored here today. Riding ball with two outs in the inning. Now has to pitch out of trouble once again. And the pitch to the plate. That's a strike at the belt. 0-1 the count. McClure. Been ahead in the count every time he's come to the plate. This is the first time he's been down in the count. 0-1. Runner's getting the lead. Now the throw back to second base. Not in time. Back in with a head first dive is Rickert. And then Rickert saw Reidenbaugh turn his back to him and bluffed going to third. So Evan returned the favor and bluffed the throw back to second. And Rickard went back. Now Reidenbaugh comes set. And the pitch to the plate. Now the throw down to second base. Not in time. It was off to the right field side. Spidell's done that a few times this year. Rickard, well, he's playing games out at second base. One and one the count to McClure. Two down here in the inning. Coming set is Rydenbaugh. The pitch swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh. He'll just go to the bag and step on it. And that'll do it here in the sixth inning of play. Boy, it started out dangerous, but the Bears defense came back and pulled themselves out of a deep hole. No runs, two hits, no errors by the Bears. And Elyria Catholic leaves two men on base. As we head to the sixth, it's still Elyria Catholic six and Wayndale three. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Steps Den on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear, on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, the Bears are down 6-3 to three as we head into this sixth inning of play. They are running short of outs in this contest, but they've got the top of the order coming up. Nick Strasbaugh, Ryan Weaver, and Evan Reidenbaugh to face Jack Laird, who's coming in for his third inning of work. The starting pitcher, now the first baseman, Jeff Spencer, went the first three innings, and when he left, the Bears were leading it 2-1. to one. So Laird on par to pick up the victory in this one, thanks to... The worst defensive outing that the Bears have had in this tournament, and probably this year. They have picked up four errors in this game. But Elyria Catholic has been almost equally as generous giving up errors. They've got three in the ballgame. So Strasbaugh will lead it off. He's reached under an error, singled, and grounded to third with an RBI. So he is one for three, and that pitch swung on and grounded to third. Nice picked up by Strip Mailer. He'll throw across. Not in time, though. As Strasbaugh then pulled up lame as he rounded the bag at first base. Nick hit the bag, and then he may have pulled that hammy again. Either that or it was that 
Charlie horse in his calf muscle and his left calf because last time he was on base back in the fourth inning after he stole second he came up lame with a Charlie horse Nick at first base leading it off and you give him an infield single so that's his second hit of the day so he is two for four on the afternoon Strasbaugh at first base. I don't know if he'll be going anywhere. Down by three and with the Charlie horse. And Ryan Weaver will come up. He's 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Nick getting a short lead. And now the throw to first base, which is a smart play. And Nick kind of screamed at first base when he went back to the bag. Brandon Giles is saying, hey, we got to get a runner in here. That's going to do it. And Nick's going to be pulled out of the game right now and get a runner in. He is really hurting with that left Charlie horse. If that's what it is, either that or it's his hammy because he went back to the bag, and it was the smart play by Laird to throw over to first base. Now Clay Miller is going to come in and pinch run for Nick. They're going to give him an opportunity to work out that Charlie horse. So let's see if Nick will be able to come back out and play short in the next inning. We're in the sixth. Strasbaugh let it off with an infield single. His legs got him there, but now his legs have betrayed him. Miller, the runner at first, and Ryan Weaver. Now the first pitch to him is a ball outside. 1-0 the count. So Clay Miller is now the runner at first base. Laird in a 6-3 game. Elyria Catholic with the lead. Miller, short lead at first. And the pitch to the plate. High and outside, ball two. And always in the back of your mind is Abramovitz, who's going to Nebraska, waiting to come in. He's got three innings to work, and he doesn't need them today. The 2-0 pitch to Weaver. That pitch is high and outside, ball three. Weaver way ahead in the count now, 3-0. Miller getting the lead off at first base. Pinch running for Strasbaugh because of the injury. Clay gets the lead off first, and the 3-0 pitch to Weaver, he's taking all the way, and that's a strike at the knees. Threw it right down Main Street, and the count now 3-1. and one. Coming set is Laird. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is down low and inside, ball four. Weaver walks. Bears have runners at first and second. Second walk given up in the ballgame by Laird, and now the infield's going to congregate on the mound, and Use a little time here to settle Laird down. And going down the right field, or left field side, I should say, is Aaron Vasquez. Vasquez, a senior, warming up in the bullpen, which would almost lead you to believe that Lisicki does not want to throw Abramovitz today. We were expecting to see him if they got into any trouble, and right now they are not showing any indication that he is going to come in. So runners at first and second for the Bears, nobody down. And Evan Reidenbaugh is coming up to the plate. Evan, 0 for 3 in the ballgame, so he's due. And the pitch bunts it to the left field side, to the third base side, and it almost flew into the dugout foul. 0-1 the count. Bears down by 3 here in the 6th. Laird peers in, looks for the sign. 0-1 the count. Infield in at the corners. Now Rydenbaugh is going to swing away, but he takes that pitch low and outside for a ball. One ball, one strike the count with Shane Weaver on deck. 
Laird and the pitch. That pitch swung on and lined down the left field line and foul. And boy, did that scurry some people away from the hitting pavilion. That one, there's a lot of people standing down outside the fence area, down the left field side, and they went scurrying. One and two the count. Now to Reidenbaugh. Nobody down. And Laird's pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded wide of third. Coming over is the shortstop. He'll throw to second base. Then it's on! Weaver beat it out to second base. Boy, that was a high chopper. And the shortstop, Laparo, on the fielder's choice, couldn't get it to second in time. Bears have got the bases loaded. Nobody out. Miller at third. Weaver at second. Reidenbaugh at first. And you can't ask for a better hitter to be up right now for the Bears than Shane Weaver. The cleanup man, Weaver, has walked, reached on a fielder's choice, and reached on an air. Nobody down. And the bases loaded pitch is a strike at the knees. Weaver was taking all the way 0-1. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Laird is going to work out of the wind. And now a ball loose in the bullpen down the left field side as Vasquez continues to throw for Illyria Catholic. Laird works out of the wind. Nobody out. Base is loaded. The 0-1. That pitch is a ball high. 1-1 one and one the count. Big at bat here. Key point in the ball game for both clubs. The 1-1 pitch to Weaver. That pitch is a called strike. Shane didn't like the call, but it was over the outside corner. One and two now the count, and Shane's got to be in protect mode. And the 1-2 pitch to Weaver. Swung on and grounded to short. Wide into left field for a base hit. Run will come over, and the left fielder overruns the ball. Two runs will score, and the Bears have cut it to one. It's six to five. Big base hit to left field by Shane Weaver. Two RBIs on the hit. And the Bears with Miller and Weaver coming home to score have cut it to 6-5. to five. Holding at second base was Evan Reidenbaugh. And there is still nobody out. Bears have runners at first and at second. And now Bruce Lasicki is going to come out to the mound and talk with his pitcher. He's had Aaron Vasquez warming up down the left field side now for quite a while. He's probably thrown about 50 warm-up pitches in the bullpen. And he's warming up more intently now as Lisicki talking to his players out on the mound and to his pitcher, Jack Laird. And now the home plate umpire is going to mosey his way on out to the mound and try to speed this thing along. Bears a run down here in the sixth. They've scored two. It's six to five. Hey, while we got an opportunity, want to also... Again, like we did yesterday, big Bears fan, Harold Oswalt, want to wish him good wishes after coming back from his surgery from a week ago. Wish he was here, but hopefully we'll get an opportunity to see him down in Columbus if the Bears can get this thing in the win column. Spidell squaring to bunt, and the wheel play put on, and that pitch called strike as he pulled the bat back. 0-1 the count. Spidell, fielder's choice, walked twice, ended the first inning by bouncing into a fielder's choice. Bears down by a run. Runners at first and second. And now the throw to second base back in time, standing up, is Reidenbaugh. 
felt like he was going on the wheel play, anticipating the hunt over the third. Saw Berkshire pull the same play where the shortstop breaks towards third base, and then they throw behind the runner at second. They did that yesterday, and the Bears didn't fall for it. That pitch lined out into center field, and it will be grabbed by the center fielder. Dharma fall, throw back to second base in time to get Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh says that the foot wasn't even on the bag, but the base umpire says yes, and the double play... On the line drive by Spidell to center, why in the world Rydenbaugh was ever off that far on the base anyway is unknown. But just a great play by Dharmafall to throw it back to second for the double play. Runner at first base is now Weaver. He's not even going to be held, and it brings up Schleyball with two down in the inning. And the pitch, a called strike. 0-1 the count. Boy, Evan should never have been getting off the bag that far. And the 0-1 swung on and missed. 0-2. Nice play by Dharma Fall out in center field. Boy. And the 0-2 pitch to Schleybaugh. Swung on and grounded past the mound. Picked up by the shortstop. Laparo flips the second in time. And that will do it here in the inning. But the Bears draw to within one run as they score two here in the inning on two big base hits. But a big double play in the inning eliminates the opportunity to go even more. As we head to the bottom of the sixth, your score, it is Elyria Catholic 6 and Wayndale 5. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Okay, so this noodle one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Parker Snyder will come in and pitch for the Bears now as he takes the place of Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh will move out to center. Ryan Weaver will move to left. Manny Camacho will come out of the ballgame. Parker Snyder on the season comes into the ballgame, and he has been outstanding on the year. A 5-0 and record this year, a 1.71 ERA in nine appearances on the year. Snyder 28 and two-thirds innings, giving up 21 hits. Nine runs on the year, seven of them earned. He struck out 24 and walked eight, and this is his first appearance in tournament play for the Bears here today. And before Brandon Giles, the first base coach and trainer for Waynedale, could even say anything, Nick Strasbaugh came out of the dugout and came out to shortstop. Giles walked out to talk to him that Strasbaugh is going to stay in the game at shortstop. Boy, you could put a big star behind that double play that Dharma Fall just pulled on Evan Reidenbaugh at second base and say if the Bears don't win this game, that would be one of the big reasons why. So Parker Snyder comes into the ball game. 
and he will face the top of the order and the left-handed hitting. How many times does this happen? When you make a great play, you lead off the inning. Sean Darmafall, and he led off in his last at bat, had a triple and an RBI and a run scored. And takes that first pitch over at the knees for a called strike. Darmafall down in the count, 0-1. We've got major action going on down the left field side for Illyria Catholic. That pitch, a curveball, swung on and missed by Dharma Fall, 0-2. No balls, two strikes to count. Banjoff warming up down the left field side now. Also. Parker Snyder, the lefty, giving Illyria Catholic something new to look at. And the 0-2 pitch to Dharma Fall. That pitch is just off the outside corner, 1-2. and two. Laparo is the on-deck hitter, and then Strip Mather. One and two the count to the leadoff man here in the inning. And the pitch, that pitch swung on and grounded wide at first and foul. And the count stays. One ball, two strikes. Bears scored two runs in the inning. They are down six to five. Here in the bottom of the sixth, they'll have one more crack at Laird or whomever it will be for the Panthers. Into the wind is Snyder. And the pitch. That pitch is down low. Two balls, one strike the count. Last time Snyder pitched was on Monday against Jackson. The wind by Snyder and the pitch. That pitch swung on and lined foul down the right field side. Just past the first base dugout. And the count remains two and two. Dharma fall two for three in the ball game. But the big hit, that triple in the fourth inning. And the 2-2 pitch to Dharma fall. That pitch is down low, bounced in front of the plate and gets behind Aaron Spidell, the catcher. And the count now full, three and two. Snyder up on top of the hill. And the payoff pitch to the Dharma fall. That pitch is down low for a ball, four. So the leadoff man is on board. The Bears have not done as well today getting the leadoff hitter each inning as they did yesterday. Nobody down, runner at first in Dharma Fall, and it brings to the plate Tony Laparo. Laparo, the shortstop. He has flied to center, doubled, and reached on a fielder's choice. Dharma Fall getting the lead off of first, and that pitch bunted out in front of the plate. Snyder comes in, picks it up between first base and home, throws the first in time, but taking second on the sacrifice is Dharma Fall. So Laparo, sacrifice is complete. One away, and it brings up the number three and four hitters now in Ryan Stripmather and Schemmel. Stripmather sacrificed, had a sacrifice fly in the third inning to drive home a run to center, has struck out and grounded to third. So he is 0 for 2. And the pitch to the plate with... Dharma fall at second. That's a strike at the knees to Strip Mather. 0-1. Winner plays next Friday at 1 o'clock at Huntington Park in the state semifinals. 
Elyria Catholic leads it 6-5. to five. And the 0-1 pitch. Swung on, popped up out into center field. Coming in is Evan Reidenbaugh in medium-deep center field. Grabs it, and that's the second out of the inning. So there are two away now, and it brings up Schemmel with the runner still at second in Darmafall. Big, big hitter now here, the cleanup hitter in Schemmel. So Schemmel, 0 for 3 in the ball game, is flied to second, flied to center, grounded to short. So he is overdue. He's driven home 25 runs, and this is a big run that the Bears have to avoid letting score at second base going into the seventh. Snyder comes to the set position. Checks Dharma fall at second. He's going to go for third. Here's the throw down to third base. It is not in time. He slid under the tag. That was a taken as a ball down low, 1-0 to Schemmel. Dharma fall. Boy, he is speeding on the bases now. He's a third. 1-0 the count now to Schemmel. Two down. Now Snyder will work out of the line where he's more comfortable. And the 1-0. That pitch is swung on and lined to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh. Throw across in time. And that'll do it for Elyria Catholic here in the inning. They get no runs on no hits. No errors by Waynedale. And one man left on base. We're going to the top of the seventh. The Bears need a run. Your score. It is Elyria Catholic 6 and Waynedale 5. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances. Track and budget your spending and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Well, here we go. Bears need a run in this inning or it's over. And they will send up the bottom part of the batting order. Colton Purdy, Jarrett Varner, and Jarrett Wanzik. Purdy against Jack Laird, who's going to continue on working into his fourth inning here. Purdy in the afternoon. A sacrifice, been hit by a pitch and reached on an air. So, literally, he is 0 for 1. Bears need base runners. Down by a run here in the seventh. Six to five. And the pitch to the plate is in tight. Ball one. Winner goes on to the state semifinals. Loser goes home for the year. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate. Pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Bears looking for their first ever trip to the state tournament. One and one the count. Into the wind is Laird, and the 1-1 pitch to Purdy. Upstairs, ball two. Anyhow, any way you can get on right now, the Bears need base runners. 
Varner is on deck. And the 2-1 pitch. That pitch is upstairs again. 3-1. and one. Purdy, right-handed hitter, steps back in. Laird off the back of the hill. Takes a deep breath. Now steps up on top of the rubber. And the 3-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch is upstairs. Way high. Ball four. So the Bears have the leadoff man on. Third walk of the ball game given up by Laird. And now Lasicki is going to take time and he is going to bring in I believe Darmafall to pitch Darmafall is coming in from center field and I believe he's going to pull his pitcher and bring in Darmafall and that is what he is going to do so Darmafall will come in we're going to have a pitching change here and since we're going to have that we will be back after this quick timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza, open for lunch every day at 1030 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10 Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Well, Darmafall is a left-hander. He comes in from center field to take the place here this afternoon of Jack Laird, who did an outstanding job here today. Boy, you can say anything you want, but boy, he did a good job of pitching in relief after Jeff Spencer left after the first three innings. Laird went three innings, giving up two hits, three runs, walked three, struck out four, and now it falls onto the lap of Sean Darmafall, and he will come in with a runner at first base in Colton Purdy, and Jarrett Varner will be the pitcher. Darmafall is a left-hander. He has come in from center field, and he is... He made probably the best play of the day defensively when he came in, got the run. When the Bears had the bases loaded and nobody down, he caught a fly ball on a dive and then threw to second and picked Evan Reidenbaugh off at second base for a double play in the last inning. So now Darmafall, he'll come in and try to pick up the save with a runner at first base, Jack Laird's responsibility in Colton Purdy. And now we'll have Manny Camacho coming to the plate for Jarrett Varner. And Camacho, you know what he is there to do. Bunt. Manny comes to the plate on the year. Camacho hitting 222 on the season. But he is up there for one thing and one thing only. And the infield will be playing in at the corners to move Purdy over to second. So Camacho getting his first at bat of the day first at bat of this tournament Darmafall the left hander Purdy short lead at first and the pitch to the plate Camacho squares the bunt and bunts it pop foul over near the backstop and not a play 0-1 the count 
Jarrett Wanzik is on deck, and then Nick Strasbaugh. Bears trying to tie it here in the seventh. Down six to five, and the tying run is at first base. Darmafall peers in. Comes set. The pitch to the plate. In tight. Gets behind the catcher. Goes to the backstop, and Purdy will advance to second. Camacho had to skip rope to get out of the way of that inside pitch. And McClure, that's the first time he's got a ball get behind him today. He's been excellent behind the plate. But it comes at a critical time as Purdy now moves to second on the wild pitch. Now let's see if he'll try to bunt him to third. Infield in at the corners. He squares the bunt. Offers at it on a low pitch and doesn't get it. And the count now one and two. Now let's see what Justin McDowell does here. If he's going to keep the bunt on or take it off. Nobody down here in the inning. Runner at second is Purdy. He's the tying run. Darmafall comes set. And the pitch to Camacho is swinging away. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Camacho goes down swinging. One away and it brings up Jarrett Wanzik. Jarrett has walked and struck out twice. Once looking, once swinging. So he's 0 for 2 in the ball game. Darmafall's got a lively fastball. And he's coming in trying to accomplish the save. Purdy at second. Nick Strasbaugh is on deck. Jarrett Wanzik steps into the plate. Darmafall comes set. Pitch to the plate. Low and outside for a ball. 1 0 the count. Bears, as we said, down 6 to 5 here in the seventh. One out. Strip Mather, even with the bag at third and playing wide of the bag. And that pitch hit, hit him, Wanzik. Hit him in the leg. He tried to skip out of the way of that one, but it hit him. So now runners are at first and second, still one down, and it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Nicholas is two for four on the afternoon, and he's playing with that hammy. It is the hammy. It's not the not the Charlie horse in the calf muscle. It is the hammy. I saw him just grab at it. Runners at first and second. One down and Strasbaugh to the plate. Tying run at second. Go ahead, run at first. The pitch called strike over the inside corner. 0-1 the count. Ryan Weaver is on deck. Dharmafall with Purdy at second. Wanzik at first. The pitch to the plate. Swung on line and left field for a base hit. Rounding third will be Purdy, and they're going to hold him at third. He did not get a good jump off of second base. Now the bases are loaded. Wanzik goes to second. Strasbaugh on at first after the base hit to left field, but the bases are loaded, and now Lyria Catholic can play the infield in and come to home plate for the force. Strasbaugh is going to have to stay in the game at first base because he was already pinch run for once. Infield in the middle playing back at double play depth. Now Bruce Lasicki says infield, middle, play back at double play depth. Infield in at the corners. Ryan Weaver to the plate. Tying run at third. That pitch is a strike. Right down Main Street. 0-1 the count. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck. Bears looking to tie this thing up. One down here in the seventh. Down six to five. The 0-1 pitch to Weaver. Swung on and bunted up the third base side. He's going to throw to home, and it is in time to get him there at the plate. Strip, man. That was a check swing 
by Ryan Weaver, and he hit it up the third base side. Strip Mather came in and threw to home plate to get Purdy at the plate. So there are two down, but the bases remain loaded. Strasbaugh goes to second. Wanzik is at third. Weaver is on at first on the fielder's choice. And it brings up Evan Reidenbaugh, and he is due. He needs to just stay within himself. And the pitch to the plate. Down low. Nice stop by McClure. Kept the ball out in front of him. 1-0 the count. Reidenbaugh, 0-4 on the day. Dharmafall, down in the count, 1-0, two down, the pitch, high and outside, ball two. Dharmafall, down in the count, two and 0 the count, Dharmafall working out of the line, Wanzik the tying run at third, and the 2-0 pitch, that's a strike, two and one, Shane Weaver is on deck. If he gets up, it's because the Bears have tied the game. Dharma fall into the wind, and the 2-1 pitch. Outside, ball three. Riding ball, nowhere to go for Dharma fall. It's three and one. Bases loaded, two outs. Riding ball is going to get a good hitter's pitch here. The wind by Dharma fall. The pitch. Outside, ball four, game's tied. Darmafall walks Reidenbaugh, and the game is tied as Wanzik comes home to score, and it is all knotted up at six apiece, and it brings to the plate Shane Weaver. Weaver steps up with two outs, and Justin McDowell takes time, and he wants to talk with his senior cleanup man. Bears now tied the game at 6-6. On the bases loaded walk by Dharmafall. Weaver today has singled in two runs, reached on an error, reached on a fielder's choice, and walked. And he comes up with the bases loaded, and that's a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Bears have come back to tie it up here in the seventh at six. And the 0-1, that pitch is high and outside for a ball. One and one the count. Dharmafall working out of the wind. Strasbaugh at third represents the go-ahead run. Weaver at second. And the pitch to the plate. High and outside ball two. Weaver ahead in the count two and one. At first base is Reidenbaugh. Second, Ryan Weaver. Third, Nick Strasbaugh. Dharmafall out of the wind. The two-one pitch to Weaver. Swung on and fouled straight back. Two and two the count. Aaron Spidell is on deck for the Bears. Weaver, a base hit, gives the Bears the lead. Two down here in the seventh. We're tied at six. Boy, this is what a championship game should be like. Two and two. Dharma fall, the pitch to Weaver. Swung on and missed strike three. He tied him up inside with a fastball, and the Bears go down in the inning. But they tie the score with one run in the inning on one base hit, a a plethora of walks and a hit batsman, no errors, and the Bears leave the bases juiced. As we head to the bottom of the seventh, your score, it is Waynedale 6 and Elyria Catholic 6. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? 
For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, the Bears will go with another pitching change here this afternoon. Parker Snyder pitched one inning. He pitched the sixth inning and got through the inning, even though it was at one point rather sketchy. And it will be Manny Camacho coming in to the ball game. Manny Camacho, the sophomore, heading into the ball game here today to pitch in a pressure-packed situation for the Bears were tied at six. Camacho on the year, a 4-1 record with a 2.24 ERA. This will be his 10th appearance on the year. He has thrown 43 and two-thirds innings, giving up 37 hits on the year, 24 runs, 14 of them earned. He has struck out 28 and walked 18, and we have seen Camacho pitch very well this year in a few conference games, especially against Dalton. Late in the season. We are tied at six. It will be Jeff Spencer, Leighton Banjoff, and James Rickert. Spencer is two for three in the afternoon. Two singles, or check that, a single, a double, and in between, he grounded to short. Weaver in left, playing deep. Reidenbaugh playing shallow in center. Wanzik in right. In medium depth right field. A win for Elyria Catholic means they've scored a run. We are tied at six. Spencer leads it off and Camacho's first pitch to the plate is upstairs for a ball. Boy, the Bears have not been able to get the ball down in the strike zone today. We're tied at six. And the 1-0 pitch to Spencer. That pitch is a strike over the inside corner. One and one the count. Camacho, a talented right-hander, has got the fastball, the curveball, and a nice change. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is down low, scooped out of the dirt by Aaron Spidell. Two and one the count. you got to get the leadoff man. That sets the table for the entire inning if the leadoff man gets on board. And the 2-1. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back. He was behind in that fastball. Two and two now the count. Two balls, two strikes. Camacho's got a lively fastball. He hasn't pitched. Last time he pitched was on Monday, too, but before that it had been a while. Two and two the count. Comes out of the wind, and the pitch swung on it, grounded past Camacho. He got a glove on it, picked up by Purdy at second. Throw to first base in time for the out. So that'll actually be scored 1-4-3 because Camacho did get a glove on it. And it brings up Leighton Banjoff. Banjoff. In the ball game, fly to center, reached on an error by the second baseman, and had a base hit. So he is one for three. Banjoff 
the right fielder, 29 RBIs. He's a freshman. Like I said, they've got ungodly RBI totals, Illyria Catholic does. One away. We're tied at six in the bottom of the seventh. And that pitch is a curveball inside for a ball. This has been a dandy. Bears led it 2-1 to one for the longest time and then went down 6-2. to two. That pitch is a fastball over the heart of the plate, 1-1. One and one. They cut it to 6-5 to five and then tied things up at 6 in the 7th. And that's where we stand right now. 6-6 six, six in the bottom of the 7th. Sudden death for the Bears. And the 1-1. One, one. That pitch is a curveball down low, bounced in front of the plate. 2-1 and one the count. Camacho, the right-hander, Schleybaugh playing even with the bag, but off the bag at third. Weaver behind the bag at first. Two and one the count. Weaver is playing way deep in left field. Camacho gets the sign and now delivers the pitch. That pitch is down low, three and one. Don't need to give up walks. We saw what the walks can do in the top half of the inning when the Bears parlayed walks into the tying run. Thanks to Evan Reidenbaugh's bases loaded walk. Now, home plate umpire. Second time today he's lost track of the count. Had to check the base umpire. And it is three and one. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is down low. Ball four. Camacho walks his first batter. One away. And it brings to the plate James Rickard. And Rickard has been a pain in the backside for the Bears here today. Rickard reached on a single, singled in a run, and reached on a fielder's choice his last time up. And he hits that one right to second base. Picked up by Purdy, bobbled it. He'll have only one play, and that's the first in time. So Purdy stayed in front of the ball, and Rickard grounds out to second. But advancing to second base is Leighton Bonjoff, two down, and it brings up Abramovitz. And now Lisicki is going to have a talk with Abramovitz, and let's, now he's going to go talk with his assistant coach. Justin McDowell's going to come to the mound, and he's going to have a chat with his righty, Manny Camacho. Abramovitz on the afternoon has struck out, reached on an error by the right fielder, and Got an infield single. So he is one for three in the afternoon. And he's got a run scored. Justin McDowell, I think they're talking over what do they want to do. Do they want to put Abramovitz on and set up the force? Or are they just going to go ahead and pitch to him with McClure, the number nine hitter on deck? But McClure has made contact very successfully here today also. Wheels are turning in both dugouts. Camacho, then at the bell. He'll work out of the stretch with the winning run. Bonjoff at second base getting a good lead off second. And the pitch to the plate high and in tight for a ball. The winning run is at second base in Bonjoff. Coming set is Camacho. And the 1-0. That pitch is down low. 2-0 now. So Abramowitz in a good hitting spot. Ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. Camacho comes set. Checks the runner at second, getting the lead. And the pitch, that's a curveball. Hangs upstairs. Where was that pitch? Wow, 3-0 and oh the count. What 
in the world. Where in the world was that pitch? Nobody knows. 3-0 the count. Camacho to the belt. And the pitch. That is upstairs, ball four. Second walk of the inning given up by Camacho. Runners at first at second. Now the force play is set up for McClure, the catcher. McClure has walked, reached on an air, and ended the inning on a fielder's choice. So now there's a force at any base for the Bears. Two down. Here in the bottom of the seventh inning, we're tied at six. McClure, the freshman, against the sophomore Camacho. Manny comes set. Pitch to the plate. That's down low for a ball. 1-0 the count. And now suddenly the strike zone has gotten very, very small. Camacho, the 1-0. That pitch is a strike. 1-1 the count. Weaver playing in a little bit closer to the infield out in left field. And the 1-1, that pitch is a called strike. 1-2 and two the count. Okay, I take it back about the strike zone getting smaller. <laughs> 1 and 2 the count. Camacho comes set. And the two strike pitch to the plate. Swung on fly ball center field. Riding ball almost in his track. Stands there, grabs it, and that'll do it and we're going into extra innings. We are tied at six as the Bears and Elyria Catholic have battled through seven innings of play in the regional championship game from Ducky Schroeder Stadium here in Massillon, Ohio. And it's just what a championship game should be. We are tied at six, heading to the eighth. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, Sean Darmafall is going to stay in the ball game as... He walked home the tying run in the seventh inning. Manny Camacho came in to pitch, and he got through the inning without allowing the winning run to score. And we are tied at six as we head to the eighth inning of play. And for the Bears, it will be Aaron Spidell, Marcus Schleybaugh, and Colton Purdy. This has been one dynamite ball game on a dynamite weather-wise day for baseball. You just can't ask for anything better than this one. And what the heck, we might as well go into extra innings. This is almost like the day that the Bears played Chippewa in the district semifinals. And now Bruce Lasicki has decided, after Darmafall warmed up in between innings, this is one of the rules that they need to change in baseball. Why in the world do you let a guy come out and warm up and then take him out of the ball game? And Bruce Lasicki is going to change pitchers. And he is going to... Bring into the ball game Leighton Banjoff. I believe Banjoff is going to be coming into pitch. He had to know he was going to take him out of the ball game. So he stood there and let him throw his eight warm-up pitches in between innings. And then decides on the last warm-up pitch, hey, let, let's go ahead and make a change. And people wonder why they people complain about the length of a baseball game. That was just needless. And it will be 
Now Banjoff as the pitcher. So Darmafall will leave the ball game and Banjoff will come in. The Bears will still have Spidell coming up to the plate. And then Schlebaugh and Purdy. I'll say this. If you're going to let Darmafall throw up, throw eight warm-up pitches, then the rule should be if you're going to change the guy after he throws so many warm-up pitches, then the new pitcher that you bring in should only have that many pitches allowed to throw as a warm-up. Banjoff has got no record on the season. This will be only his second second appearance of the year for Banjoff. <laughs> Sid Klein coming up to try to cool me down after I see that they're going to change pitchers after the one guy warms up and then they bring in another guy to pitch. What is a stratomatic baseball? You talking about strategy here? This sounds. This is almost something that you would do against Orville in a tournament game. <laughs> this has been quite a ball game. Bears and Illyria Catholic tied up at six, and the winner of this one will absolutely deserve it. Spidell's going to lead things off, and Banjoff will be the pitcher. He's a right-hander. Throws the ball hard from what we can tell in the warm-up pitches. And it's kind of obvious right now that Lasicki is not going to go with Abramovitz in this game. He had three innings left, but he is not going to throw him. So Banjoff will come into the ball game. Spidell has flied to center, reached on a fielder's choice and scored, walked, and ended the first inning on a fielder's choice. So Aaron will lead it off for the Bears here in the eighth. We are tied at six. Banjoff works out of the stretch all the time with the bases empty, too. And the pitch to Spidell, that is a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Bears looking to get to the state tournament for the first time. Last time they were in this position was in 1991, and they lost to Bishop Hartley. The 0-1 pitch down low and outside for a ball. Boy, Banjoff has got a big motion. But the ball doesn't appear to be that lively when he works out of the stretch. One and one the pitch. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch swung on and missed by Aaron Spidell. And the count one and two. In case you were wondering, that phone call behind me was to Sid Klein. And I'm not kidding. The one-two pitch swung on. Lined past the shortstop into left field for a base hit. So Spidell leads off the inning with a base hit to left field for the Bears. That is their eighth hit of the day. And it brings up Marcus Schleybaugh. And let's see what Aaron Spidell will do here. He's got 20 stolen bases on the season. The pitcher, Banjoff. He comes to the set. Spidell holds. Schleybaugh squared to bunt, pulled the bat back, and takes it outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Purdy is on deck. Getting the lead off first base is Spidell. Banjoff comes to the set position. He's holding, and the pitch is bunted out. Foul down over near the first base side. And the count evens at 1-1. One one. Elyria Catholic with some activity down in the bullpen again. And again, it is Aaron Vasquez. 
Spidell on at first base. One and one the count now to Schleybaugh. Banjoff comes to the set position. Spidell with a good lead, and now Banjoff will turn and throw over to first base. Back in time is Spidell. Boy, what a win this would be for the Bears, coming from behind from a 6-2 to deficit. They've tied it up at 6. Banjoff comes set. Spidell holds. Pitch down over the outside corner for a called strike. And the count now is 1-2, and two, and I would think that they'll pull the bunt off now with Schleybaugh. Banjoff looking in for the sign. Spidell getting the lead off first. Gets a good lead there. He's holding. Pitch swung on. Lined out into right center field. That's going to hit the... No, it won't hit the gap. It's a nice play by Dharmafall. Boy, he covered a lot of ground in a short period of time to make the backhanded catch. I thought that was going to hit the gap and go up up to the wall, but Dharmafall just got over there. He is an excellent center fielder. One away. And it brings up Colton Purdy. Holding at first base is Fidel. Now you would expect Aaron to be running. And now the pitcher, Banjoff, walks off and looks at, walks towards the home, or the base umpire and asks them a couple of questions and now walks back up on the mound. So Spidell is at first base. Purdy reached on a walk his last time up. And the pitch to the plate. Spidell holding and that's a strike to Colton. 0 1 the count. Manny Camacho is on deck. Coming set is Banjoff. Spidell holds, and that pitch swung on. Fly ball, left field. Schemmel comes in, and he'll grab it. And there are two outs. As Purdy flies to left, and it brings up Manny Camacho. Camacho. His first time up was the last inning, and he struck out. Went up there with the express purpose to bunt. Couldn't get the bunt down, and then struck out swinging. So Spidell still at first base, not showing any signs of running on the play. And now the turn and throw to first base by Banjoff, and back standing is Spidell. Banjoff now steps off the back of the rubber, turns, and doesn't throw to first base, but Aaron gets back standing. Coming set is Banjoff. There goes Spidell. Pitches up high. Throw down to second base. It is not in time to get Spidell. And both players refused to move their... Spidell came up, popped up right on top of the glove of the second baseman, Rickard. But the stolen base now puts the go-ahead run at second base. 1-0 the count now to Camacho. Two down. On deck is Wanzik. I'll tell you one thing. Illyria Catholic's pitcher, Banjoff, takes a lot of time in between plays. He does a lot of walking around the mound and talking to umpires. Now he comes set. Check Spidell at second. He's the go-ahead run. And that pitch is down low. No, they called it a strike. That ball hit behind the plate. And he called that ball a strike. McClure had to go into the dirt and catch that ball right behind Camacho, and he called it a strike. One and one the count. 
That had to be one fantastic curveball for that to be a strike. One and one the count. Coming set is Banjo. Checks Fidel at second. Short lead. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed by Camacho. One and two now the count. Wanzik is on deck. And now the umpire going to dust off the home plate because Camacho kicked a lot of dirt on it. And that gives Banjoff an opportunity to go take a stroll behind home, behind the mound again. Although he doesn't need any an excuse to do that. He's done it all inning. Banjoff comes set. And the pitch to the plate, down low and outside. Let's check. Yep, that's a ball. Two and two. The count now. Spidell. Standing on the bag at second as Banjoff looks back at him. Two and two the count. Two down to Camacho. And the pitch swung on and grounded down the left field line. Nice stop by the third baseman. Throw to first. Won't be there. And Spidell's going to hold up at third. Boy, what a great play by Strip Mather as he backhanded that ball on the third base line and came up throwing to first. But Spidell could not advance to home. So the infield single by Manny Camacho. Brings up Jarrett Wanzik with the go-ahead run at third base and still two down. Wanzik, the right-handed hitter, was hit by a pitch his last time up and came home with the tying run. Camacho is on at first. Spidell, the go-ahead run at third. Here in the eighth, we're tied at six. The pitch to Wanzik. Curve ball over at the belt for a strike. Owen won the count. Jarrett came in hitting 3.33. He has struck out twice in the ball game. Came home to tie, tie the game in the last inning. That pitch gets the ball away. Here comes Spide out on the plate. He's going to slide in for this go-ahead run. The wild pitch gives the runner, and McClure doesn't look at anybody, and now Camacho rounds second, and he's going to go to third. The Bears lead the ball game 7-6 to six on the wild pitch. As Spidell comes home to score, and Camacho goes all the way from first to third as McClure just sat there at home plate. And the Bears lead it 7-6 here in the eighth. Wanzik now with an insurance run, and Camacho at third, still two outs. One and one the count, that pitch is upstairs, ball two. What a turn of events here in Maslin. The Bears have battled back from a 6-2 deficit to take the lead 7-6. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled straight back by Wanzik, and the count evens 2-2. Wow. What the end of a ball game here. Bears lead at 7-6. Camacho at third. 2-2 two two the count to Wanzik. And the pitch. And that's upstairs for a ball, three and two. I will say this, the home plate umpire has been consistent on the high pitches. It's the low ones you gotta wonder about. Three and two the count. Two down, the pitch to Wanzik. That pitch in tight, ball four. Wanzik walks. Now the Bears have runners at first and at third, and Nick Strasbaugh to the plate. Camacho at third. Wanzik at first. Nick, living for this moment, coming up, pulled his hammy early in the game. Banjoff 
The two-out pitch to Strasbaugh. Upstairs for a ball. 1-0. The insurance run is down at third, and that is a big run for the Bears. They lead it 7-6 here in the eighth. Banjoff the pitch. Outside, ball two. So far, Banjoff has not given Strasbaugh anything good to hit, and Nick would love to get something good to hit right now. The 2-0 pitch to Strasbaugh. Check swing on an outside fastball, but called on the outside corner for a strike. Two and one. Held up on the pitch. Ryan Weaver's on deck. Runners at first and third for the Bears. Banjoff comes to the set. The pitch. That's a called strike. Nick walks away shaking his head. Again, one of those mysterious down low calls. Two and two the count. Strasbaugh into the batter's box. And the 2-2 pitch. That pitch swung on and grounded to third. Strip Mailer. Now Leparo comes in. He's going to throw to second. Not in time! They pulled him off the bag and the Bears score another run as coming home from third is Camacho and they lead it now 8-6. to Leparo on the high chopper tried to go to second base and he pulled the second baseman Rickert off the bag. So now the Bears lead it 8-6 to here in the inning. Still two down. Runners now at first and second. Wanzik at second. Strasbaugh at first. And Banjoff steps off the back of the rubber, and it brings to the plate Ryan Weaver. Weaver is 0 for 3 in the afternoon. Wanzik gets the lead off second. The pitch to Weaver. Called strike at the letters. 0 and 1. Bears have scored two runs here in the inning, and they lead it 8-6. Coming set is the pitcher Manjot. That pitch low and inside for a ball. One and one the count. A state championship berth on the line. And the Bears lead it 8-6. Coming set is Banjoff. Pitch swung on and Weaver fouled it straight back. Looked like it might have gone off, glanced off the left shoulder of the catcher McClure. And the count now 1-2. and two. Will it be Camacho or will it be Schlebaugh in the bottom of the eighth? Coming set is Banjoff, and the pitch to the plate, down low. Two balls, two strikes. Banjoff on the mound, the 2-2 pitch to Ryan Weaver. Swung on, pop foul over near the first base side, right on top here of the press box, and goes out of play. And the count stays 2-2. Two and two. That's why Justin McDowell gets paid the big bucks. At Waynedale. To, to decide, that's right, to decide whether or not it will be Camacho coming out in the bottom of the eighth inning or if it will be Schlebaugh, who's got three innings to work. And I guess we're out of baseballs. we got to wait for this foul ball to come back in. Banjoff, he takes a lot of time out there on the mound. Strasbaugh at first, Wanzik at second. Two and two, the count to Weaver. And he comes set, and the pitch to Weaver. High and outside, ball three. On deck, Evan Reidenbaugh. Coming set is Banjoff. Looks out at the runners, and now Ryan Weaver will take time at the plate. As I said, Banjoff 
when he decides he wants to work, he's quick. But he takes a lot of time in between wanting to work. And the 3-2. There go the runners. High ball four. Bases are now loaded for Evan Reidenbaugh. Wanzik goes to third. Strasbaugh is at second. Weaver goes to first. And Reidenbaugh comes up. And he is more than due. He is 0 for 4 this afternoon with a walk. But that walk drove in the winning, the go-ahead run in the seventh inning. Or the tying run, I should say. Excuse me. And that pitch taken low and outside, but a called strike. 0 and 1 the count. Look low and outside from up here. 0 and 1 the count. Bases juiced. And the 0 1 pitch swung on and lined down the left field line. Foul. Just wide of third by about two feet. And now the count is 0 and 2. Boy, that had double written all over it. And a couple of more insurance runs for the Bears. 0 and 2 the count. And again, we've got to wait for the baseball. Evidently, we're all out of balls here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium. So they get the ball back in, and it goes to Banjoff. 0-2 the count to Rydenbaugh. Base is still loaded. Two down. And the pitch swung on and grounded to third base. Picked up Strip Miller. He bobbled the ball. It goes into foul territory. And the run comes home to score in Wanzik. And it is now 9-6. Bears lead it. Bases remain loaded, and it brings up to the plate Shane Weaver. That'll be an error on Strip Mather. And that is the fourth error of the ball game. Strasbaugh is at third. Ryan Weaver is at second. And now Bruce Lasicki is going to come out, and he is going to make a pitching change, and he is finally going to bring in. After about 122 pitches in the bullpen, he's going to bring in Aaron Vasquez. Vasquez has literally been throwing down in the bullpen since the third inning. And he's finally going to get his opportunity to come in here and pitch this afternoon. There's a change on the mound here for Elyria Catholic. Your score, it's Waynedale 9 and Elyria Catholic 6. Still two down. Bases are loaded for the Bears here in the eighth inning. And we'll be right back. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, coming in now to pitch for Elyria Catholic is Aaron Vasquez. Vasquez, a 5'11 senior, number one on the back of his uniform. He's a right-hander, and he is going to face off with the Bears cleanup hitter, Shane Weaver, here in the eighth inning of play. 
the Bears have struck for three runs here in the eighth, and they lead it nine to six. Vasquez, the right-hander, against Shane Weaver with the bases loaded and two outs. And the pitch to Shane. Swung on and grounded past the mound and into center field for a base hit. Home is Strasbaugh. And holding up at third base will be Ryan Weaver. And the Bears now lead it on the RBI single by Shane Weaver by a score of 10-6. to They've scored four runs here in the eighth inning. And I wonder if this will have... This lead now of four runs, I wonder if this will have anything to do with the decision-making by Justin McDowell as to whether or not he brings in Schleybaugh or leaves Camacho out on the field. Coming in now is Aaron Spidell. Aaron started this off with a single, and that pitch gets behind the catcher. Coming home is Ryan Weaver to the plate. He slides in with a score. Ryan Weaver scores from third on the second wild pitch of the inning. And the Bears now lead it 11-6. to They've scored five here in the inning, and they've got runners at second and third. Two down. Reidenbaugh is at third. Weaver at second. Spidell at the plate. 1-0 the count. That pitch swung on and tapped foul over into the third base dugout. And the count now is 1-1. One and one. I have run out of room on my score sheet. Spidell, one and one the count. And the pitch to Aaron. Down low, nice stop by McClure that time. Kept it right out in front of him, and the count goes two and one to Aaron. The winner plays against the Archbold Clear Fork winner at Huntington Park at one o'clock next Friday afternoon. The Bears lead it right now 11 to six. And the pitch swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. He had a pitch that he wanted badly and was over-anxious on the swing, and the count now evens at 2-2. Two and two. Walks, fielder's choices, and a big error in the inning, and wild pitches have led to this lead for the Bears. And that pitch swung on, lined out into left field, coming in the left fielder. Can't get it. It'll bounce in front of him. Coming home is Reidenbaugh to score. Here comes Weaver to the plate. He'll slide in safely. And it is now 13-6 to on the RBI single to left field by Aaron Spidell. Runners now at first and... Runners now at second base as Spidell takes second. As Reidenbaugh and Weaver come in to score. And the Bears are on the precipice of heading to their first ever state tournament in the game of baseball. Schleybaugh, the third baseman, comes up to the plate now with Spidell at second. Pop up on the infield. Coming out is the catcher, and the pitcher will grab it, and that will do it. Vasquez grabs it, and he need McClure right in the elbow. So Schleybaugh pops out to the mound. That'll do it for the Bears, but in the inning... Seven runs in the inning for the Bears on just two base hits, two wild pitches, and an error, and the Bears left one on. And as we head to the bottom of the eighth inning, the Bears are three outs away from the state tournament. It'll be Manny Camacho coming to the hill, and your score here in the inning, it is 13-6. Waynedale leads it, heading to the bottom of the eighth. 
Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 92. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Well, you play baseball from the time that you're four or five years old, and once you get into high school, you dream about going to a state tournament in any sport. This group of seniors, they wanted to go to state in football, didn't get it done. Wanted to go to state in basketball, didn't get it done. In baseball, they are three outs away and leading by seven, 13 to six, and Dharma Fall will lead it off against Manny Camacho, and he hits a line drive out into left center field, and that's going to split the gap and go all the way to the wall. Weaver will pick it up on the warning track. Dharma Fall's not going to stop at second. He's going to go to third as the exchange. Strasbaugh could not get it out of his glove in time, and Dharma Fall goes into third base with his second triple of the afternoon. So he gets his second triple of the afternoon. Dharma fall on at third. Nobody out. And Camacho now will face off with Tony Laparo. Laparo has doubled, sacrificed, reached on a fielder's choice, and flied to center. Camacho's going to work out of the line because, realistically, Dharma Falls run at third means nothing. Bears lead at 13-6, to six, and the pitch is a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. If the Bears can hold on to this lead, we will talk to the players at the end of this one. The 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded right back to the mound. Camacho had hit it off his glove. Can't find it. Now does. Picks it up and throws to first base in time and holds the runner at third. Nice heads-up play by Manny Camacho, and the Bears are two outs away from a state championship berth. The final four is two outs away for the Bears, and it brings up Ryan Stripmather. Stripmather is 0 for 4 today. Camacho again working out of the wind, and the pitch swung on. Fly ball over the head of the shortstop, Nick Strasbaugh into center field for a base hit. Coming home to score is Darmafall, and it's 13-7 to now. So Stripmather, two RBIs on the afternoon, and he's got the base hit to center. He's on at first base, and it brings up Colden Schemmel. Schemmel 0-4 today. Camacho with the runner at first base, peers at his glove, looks at it, and throws it upstairs to Schemmel. 1-0 the count. Well, this game has been a struggle from beginning to end. Why should the last inning be any different? The 1-0 pitch to the plate. That's a strike at the belt. 1-1 the count. Strip Mather is at first base. 13-7, Bears lead it here in the eighth. That pitch, a called strike at the knees. And Camacho's got it going now. One and two, the count. 
One ball, two strikes, the count. Coming set is Camacho. And the pitch to the plate. That is just off the outside corner. Spidell came up out of the crouch, jumping up, thinking it was strike three. And the count evens it two and two. Camacho gets the sign. Comes set. And the pitch to Schemmel. That pitch is upstairs again. And now the strike zone fluctuating. Three and two. Camacho comes set. The one-out pitch to the plate. That is low and outside, ball four. So now two men on. Three of the four batters in this inning have gotten on base. There's one out. And the one out was a smash right back to the mound to Camacho that he managed to knock down. Runners at first and second, and it brings up Jeff Spencer, who started this game. Coming set is Camacho. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch gets behind Spidell, and the runners will advance. Now, the Bears got to shut this down right now and not give Elyria Catholic any thoughts about coming back in this ball game. That pitch, a wild pitch, advances the runners. It's the first wild pitch of the afternoon thrown by Camacho. Spencer ahead in the count, 1-0. Banjoff is on deck, and the pitch, that is upstairs. And 2-0 the count. Camacho appears to be rushing a little bit. Now he's going to work out of the wind. Feels more comfortable there today. And the pitch to the plate. That is a strike at the knees. Two balls, one strike the count. Waynedale two outs away from their first state final four in baseball. That pitch swung on, lined out into center field, coming over his right and ball, grabs it, and he throws back into second base. Runner tagging at third and coming home to score, and it's now 13-8. to As Strittmather comes home to score, holding at second base is Schemmel, and now the Bears are one out away from the state title. Or not the, going to the state final four, I should say, and the regional title. Now coming up is Banjoff. Banjoff walked his last time up. Camacho peers out at Schemmel at second. Two down here in the eighth. Bears and out away, and that is a pitch outside for a ball. I said this once before, cruise ship. His strike zone fluctuates like a cruise ship, up and down. And the 1-0 pitch to the plate. That is a strike at the knees. One and one the count. Rickard is on deck, and he's been a terror to the Bears today. Bears two strikes away from the state tournament. And the pitch to the plate. That is down low. Ball two. Two and one the count. We're in the bottom of the eighth. 13 to eight. Bears lead it on a seven-run spot in the top of the inning. And the pitch to the plate. That pitch is outside ball three. Wow. Just heard one of the other radio announcers say this guy has picked a heck of a time to shrink the strike zone, and he's right. Coming set is Camacho, and the 3-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch is upstairs, ball four. I honestly don't know what a strike is. Now, that was a ball. 
No doubt. But ball two and ball three, I don't know what in the world Camacho, where he had to put the ball in order for it to be a strike. And it brings up Rickard. Rickard is now two for four in the ball game with an RBI and a run scored. Strasbaugh and Spidell out on the mound talking to the sophomore Manny Camacho. Runners at first and second. Rickert is the only player in the batting order today for Elyria Catholic that has hit a home run this season. He's got one home run on the year, 28, make it 29 RBIs because he's got an RBI today. Rickard, right-handed batter. Camacho working out of the stretch again. And the pitch to the plate. That's a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Camacho, ball behind his back. Now brings it into the glove, comes set at the belt. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on, pop straight back and out of play. Foul. And the Bears are a strike away from the final four. Could you even have thought about this at the beginning of the year? Camacho, 0-2, and the pitch. Swung on, line to short, picked up by Strasbaugh, flips to second, and the championship of the region belongs to the Waynedale Golden Bears. And they mob themselves behind the mound as the Bears will go to the Final Four and play next month, next Friday afternoon against the winner of the Archbold Clearfort game at Huntington Park in Columbus. The Waynedale Golden Bears are your 2016 Regional Championship Ball Club, and we will be back to wrap it up, and we're going to go down on the field and talk to the players and bring you the award ceremony of this first-time celebration for the Golden Bears. The final score here today, Waynedale 13 and Elyria Catholic 8. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Can you believe it? When the beginning of the season started and Aaron Dorkson put the picture on the paper of Strasbaugh and Spidell and the Bear Bashers, could you have ever realistically thought that this baseball team would be going to Columbus next week and the Final Four? Well... It's no longer a dream. It is real. Waynedale will be playing next week, next Monday, in the state final four at 1 o'clock at Huntington Park against the Archibald Clear Fork winner. It took them four times to break down the door and get to the regional championship win, and they did it here this afternoon by a final score of 13 
to eight. They had seven runs in that eighth inning and busted down the door and make it to the state final four. What an honor for the Bears to be doing this. Losing pitcher here today was Banjoff. Banjoff picks up the loss, and the winning pitcher today, Manny Camacho. We kind of wondered whether or not he'd send Camacho out in the last inning or whether it would be Schlebaugh, but when they got the seven-run lead, why not go ahead and do it? And the Bears are holding up the championship trophy right now as they are the 2016 regional championship winner, and they will play next week. We're going to take about a two-minute break here and go down on the field, and we're going to try to bring you some interviews here this afternoon with the Waynedale Golden Bears, your regional championship team. So we'll be back right after this timeout. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Former Ohio State and NFL quarterback Bobby Hoyne. Growing up in Ohio, the lessons I learned through sports not only helped take me to the Ohio State University and the NFL, but they also apply every day in my career after sports. Lessons that build character, discipline, sportsmanship, and teamwork are what remain long after your playing days are over. Through Interscholastic Athletics, OHSAA member schools help kids build a foundation for a lifetime of success. This message brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. All right, we're back here on the field now as the Golden Bears have won it 13 to 8. Justin McDowell, the coach. Congratulations. Boy. Easy, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, the whole tournament, this whole game was a struggle. Why not be the last inning too? Absolutely. You know, we actually we started to warm up Marcus a little bit, asked him how he felt just because we knew they weren't going to give anything. I mean, they're a great team. No doubt about that. We had one bad inning, they had one bad inning. Um Luckily, ours came later. Theirs came later in the game for us, and I think all those runs were two outs. I'm not mistaken. Absolutely, so. absolutely. But the defense in that that one inning, in that that fifth inning, boy, it really really cratered. Yeah, I don't know what it was. We've been playing great, obviously all all tournament, all year. We've been playing great in that one inning. You know, that's what happens sometimes. But I told the kids we battled all year. May as well make it one more time. You know, make it a game. Put pressure on them, and that's what we did. You know, and they you know they cracked a little bit in that last inning. So that was good for us. You know, Evan struggled the entire ball game, but you got to give the kid credit. He kept the team in the game. Yeah, he hung in there. That's all he did. He hung in there. 
he hung in there and gave us a chance. And then obviously Parker came in, put a zero up, and Manny, you know, Manny's not the hardest thrower. He'll throw strikes. He'll keep us in the game. And we knew they were going to come out swinging. We hoped that they would hit a couple of them at us, and they did. So, what was the thought process when you you finally took Evan out of the game, brought in Parker for the one inning, and then you went to Manny? What was the thought process there? Part of it was hitting wise. We had to put, we had to we put Parker in for Jarrett Wansick, and then when Jarrett went in to hit, Parker's out of the game. And the other part was, you know, I think with Manny and Parker, you know, when we get to this level, they're going to be, you know, one time through the lineup guys. And we put Parker in. Evan didn't throw that many pitches, only about 80 pitches, but they started to time him up, hit him pretty well. So just a little bit of change of pace for him. And obviously it worked out well. Worked out well. I know you don't care. Clear Fork or Archibald? Is that who's playing? I couldn't even have told you. Couldn't even have told you. I mean, we literally took it one game at a time. Like I said, I, last night, you know, last night, assistant coaches and I, we were up to about 12, 12, 30, figuring everything we could out about Elyria Catholic. Our assistant coach, he's our JV head coach, uh, Bill Buckerfield, he's done, he's done so much extra time scouting, getting, finding stuff out on it. That's what it takes, Scott. That's what it takes with everyone being involved, everyone helping out, and, you know, we'll figure things out as we go, so. I said this on the air at the beginning of the year when Dorkson put the picture in the paper. <laughs> could you have ever imagined this? You might have probably imagined it, but did you really think it was a reality? I, you know, going into the year, honestly, our goal, our goal, and I said, you know, last year we were trying to go more big picture. We had a lot of talent back last year. And we lost a lot of close games. I think sometimes we're going to be looking ahead. This year, we literally took it one game at a time. Okay, I didn't even, sometimes we didn't even know who we were playing the next game. We focused on one game. You know, obviously, we played that one game against Jackson. If not, we'd have a 20 game winning streak right now, which is crazy. So, you know, other than that, you know, with the talent we have with the kids, and I can't be prouder of the way they battled. I mean, they just hung in there. They battled, didn't give anything away. You know, any at bats, any pitches, and they just competed, and that's what it takes. Congratulations, Dave. I appreciate it. Let's, let's get some Aaron Spidell. Let's get Aaron over here. Aaron, congratulations, Thank big guy. You, you know, you. long time coming, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> long time, long time. I, I gotta ask this: Was that umpire's strike zone like fluctuating all oh, over the every inning? Every inning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's all right though. That's all right. That's hey, all right. I'll tell you what. You guys really stuck with this thing. You got down six to two. Never lost. Never lost your composure and managed to pull this thing back out. Yeah, I mean, this is what we've been doing all season. Games like this is what we've been working for all season. You know, eleven innings at Hillsdale, eleven innings against Chippewa, district semis. We've gotten through so much. I think it's seniors, the underclassmen, it's everyone. This is a team, real team right here. Can you explain? I, I hate this question, but I'm gonna. Can you explain what the feeling is right now? Um, I don't really know. That's not gonna set in for another couple months. I don't know. Maybe a couple of years. Well, let let this sink in. You're going to state next week. How's that? Feel? That's good. That's great. <laughs> Congratulations, Thank Aaron. Aaron Spidell, great game. Evan, I got to talk to you. Let's bring you over here. You know, you didn't have your best stuff today, but you really battled through. What was the key for you in the game, and what was really your out pitch today? Um, we made errors a lot, but I mean, just trying to throw strikes, get the ball hit, and then we finally made plays. And I mean, comes down to. Stronger, stronger will, stronger wanting to win. Now, do you do you credit that to just being through everything over the last three years? I think our extra innings with like Chippewa and other games that we've had, Hillsdale, that really helped us with this game. Pressure is, I mean, it's hard, but you got to fight through it. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, when you <laughs> when you Kirby Kaiser coming over here, we got to you know talk to them. But I'll tell you what. This was a good team. They were good defensively. We're a good defensive team, but, you know, when the defense giveth, the defense taketh away, and both teams had trouble in one inning. Yeah, um, I mean, they had trouble, I mean, in the last couple innings. I mean, having, <laughs> having, uh, I mean, 
we didn't we made errors. I mean, it's no I mean, we did. But you came back and won the game and that had a lot of composure to do it. Yeah. Congratulations, Evan. State champ state state tournament next week. Manny? Manny Camacho, let's bring him in. You pick up the victory in this thing. Were you kind of looking at yourself and wondering when Justin McDowell said you're going into the game and kind of wonder, uh-oh, what now? Yeah, it, it was definitely nerve-wracking. I tried to keep myself under composure, and I think I did a pretty good job with that. I think you did, yeah, especially when the ball was hit right back at you, and you didn't find it right at first, but then you threw it threw it to first base and got the first out. Did you settle down after that? Yep, I think uh, my nerves kind of calmed down, and that took me uh, the rest of the way. Yep. You know, this was a big game, obviously, now that Waynedale gets to go to the state state tournament for the first time. In their history, you're going to be a part of it. What do you think? Uh, it's just really exciting. Not many words can describe this feeling. I mean, it's awesome. Yep. All right, Manny, congratulations. Winning pitcher today, Manny Camacho. Let's see who else we can bring over here and talk to of the victorious wing. There he is. There's the guy I wanted to talk to. Nick, you're not going to walk away from me. <laughs> Nick Strasbach, congratulations. Well, I'll tell you what, how's the hammer now? Uh, I mean, it, it feels a lot. It feels a lot better now that we, that's under our belt right there. I mean, I'll be, I'll be fine. I mean, battled it last time. I'll battle it again. I always hate to ask this question, but what's this feel like now? I mean, I, it's something we've never done. I don't think anyone's ever done from our school. So, I mean, the feelings that you, we don't know what it feels like. It's just incredible. What what was the key? What was the key to the game? I mean, you were down six to two, and then things started to roll your way. I mean, as soon as we got back in the huddle after that bad inning, I'm like, boys, we played 21 flawless innings. A bad inning is going to happen. We can battle this back. I mean, we took them to the limit. They broke before us. They got a, y a lot of young guys. We got a lot of older guys. That's just what it takes. We did it earlier in the year twice. We did it again. I mean, it was just it was unbelievable how the team kept coming back and coming back in this game. I mean, we got to... This is a heck of a team. These come around every once in a while. I mean, the heart the heart on this team is incredible. Anyone that gets put in, they know they're going to make the play. Like I said, Manny, uh, I mean, a sophomore pitching in the regional final game, I mean, he, he brings it. He's striking kids out. Like, I mean, the heart is unbelievable on this team. Congratulations, Vic. You're going to state. You're yeah, going to sir. state. Yeah, baby. <laughs> going to state tournament. That's where the... the Waynedale Golden Bears are heading. We're going to take a timeout. We'll take a 30-second timeout, and then we'll be right back. I perform for our high school choir director, who taught me to breathe from the diaphragm and sing from the heart. Speech, debate, theater, music. The performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom. They help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying, productive lives. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who will you perform for? This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the high school in your community. That was my Evans dad. Oh, okay. But yes. All right, we're back here at Ducky Schroeder Stadium. With us now, Marcus Schlebaugh. Marcus, congratulations. Were you ready to throw today if you had to? Oh, I was definitely ready. When uh, when a game's that uh, going, your adrenaline's rushing, you don't really care too much, your arm feels great. So I was ready for anything. I'll tell you what, you struggled yesterday but came through with a big win. Pitchers today, they struggled also, but you guys kept coming back, kept coming back. In your mind, what was the key to you guys being able to keep coming back in this game? Oh, uh, I mean, we've done it all year. I mean, every time we had so many good innings, only one inning, we were bound to have one bad inning. So we weren't really too uh, shooken up about it. So we just had to make sure we keep getting people on, and I knew we'd score them. 
you kept, you managed, everybody managed to keep their cool throughout the entire game, even though you were down at 1.6 to 2. Yeah, it's just, it's great when a team can not get on everybody. I mean, in a way, you gotta get on somebody, but not in a bad way, like yelling at them, and I think we're really good at that. I know this was a dream, but did you think in realism that you could have made it to state tournament? Honestly, uh, I mean, it's just kind of a sense of, uh, it, did this really happen? It's awesome. Just making history itself is great. Are you ready to throw next Friday? I've been, I'm born ready. <laughs> born right. ready. Marcus Schleybach, congratulations. Right. Thank you. Big, big game here this afternoon. Let's see if we can't pick up a couple of more Waynedale Golden Bears here today and see who we can, who we can pick up here and talk to. I'd like to f- try to find Shane Weaver if I can, if I could find him somewhere over. And let's see. There he is. There's Shane. Let's get Shane over here. Shane Weaver, congratulations. Thank you. Big hit in the late inning, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. How's this feel? Now you get to go to state tournament next week. How's it feel? Uh, a lot better than not going, I guess. It feels really good. Yeah. You know, this team really battled back in this game. You guys never lost your composure, stayed in between yourselves. And why is that? Why was this team able to just... Forget that one inning and keep going. Um, we've been able to battle back this whole year. There's been multiple games where we've gotten down or uh, just been behind or something. And once we got to uh, the bottom of seventh and we got that third out and going to extra innings, I knew we were going to win a game because I knew we were the team that was going to stay in it longer. And we're just been able to do that. We've been getting better ever since last year doing that. And so I just was extremely confident after we got to that point. You think last year really helped you guys out this year? Oh yeah, we we struggled through a lot of stuff last year, and that just helped us all grow as a team, and just really helped mature us a lot too. This bigger than the Chippewa win? Uh, it's close. It's close. It's really close. Next Friday, state tournament. What do you think? Uh, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be a good experience to go down there with the whole team, and uh, we'll see what we can do. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you, Shane Weaver, talking to us here this afternoon. Jarrett, let's get. Jarrett Wanzik over here. Parker, come on over here. Let's get Jarrett Wanzik. Let's talk to Parker Snyder first, then I'll, then I'll grab you. Parker, you came in for that one inning, and you shut him down. That was your job, right? Yeah, that was my job. <laughs> that was it. How did it feel to go out there? You hadn't pitched in a long time other than Monday. Yeah. Uh, you know, how'd the arm feel? Felt pretty good. Just went out and threw. That's about it. <laughs> you know, was the pressure on you at all? I mean, were you ready to go? Yeah, I was ready to go. Just another game can't really think of it as a big game. It's just another one you got to go out and pitch. So how do you feel about being ready to go to state? Uh, I feel pumped. <laughs> That's uh, good. Congratulations. Thanks. Parker Snyder joining us. Jarrett, big win. Yeah. Big win. What do you think? Oh, I'm excited to go to state now. <laughs> You've been looking forward to this for quite a while, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What do you think this team can do down there? you think you can make some noise? Oh, I definitely think we can, for sure. Any any preference on who you want to play, Clear Fork or Archibald now? Uh, hopefully Archibald, so we can get back at the uh, the Swanton region for football. <laughs> That's a good thought. I never even thought about that one. You know, but this had to be something I've asked everybody else. This had to be something that you didn't anticipate, you were hoping for, you were dreaming for. But now once it's here, how do you feel about it? Oh, we feel great about it. We're just uh, excited to go to state now, for sure. Congratulations, Jarrett. Jarrett Wanzik joining us here this afternoon hey we're going to be back here in about 30 seconds we'll take a minute break here and then i'll go back upstairs and we'll wrap this thing up here today 
college football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, Ohio State's Archie Griffin, on educational athletics. High school sports are about so much more than wins and losses. Interscholastic athletics are an extension of the classroom and teach life lessons that truly completes a young person's education. Interscholastic athletics help give young men and women the tools they need to be successful in the biggest game of all, the game of life. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. I perform for our high school choir director, who taught me to breathe from the diaphragm and sing from the heart. Speech, debate, theater, music. The performing arts teach valuable life lessons that typically aren't taught in the classroom. They help high school students learn leadership skills that prepare them to enjoy more satisfying, productive lives. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who will you perform for? This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the high school in your community. Well, it's hard to really put into words what is going on out there on the baseball field. Tired of the Uh, the Bears winning it here this afternoon by the final score of 13 to 8, and they're heading to their first state tournament in the school's history. So we want to congratulate them. We're going to give away our Lem's Pizza star of the game. We'll do that right after this timeout. The chains. Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. All right, well, here's where the things shape up for next week. Waynedale will play the winner of the Archibald Clearfork game. That is going on right now, and that will be at Huntington Park in Columbus next Friday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Yes, the Bears are state-bound. Congratulations to them. Our Lem's Pizza started the game this afternoon. We're going to give that away. And we will do that right after this final timeout. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza. Open for lunch every day at 1030 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10, Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. For the Lem's Pizza start this afternoon, and I don't think Mark Lemon will mind, we are going to give it to the entire group of seniors on this baseball team for making it to the state tournament. We will give it to each and every senior on the baseball team as they get to go to state tournament in their final year of baseball activity. I want to wish everybody a happy Memorial Day weekend. Also want to Wish everybody happy graduation, as that's going to be happening this weekend also. Bears win it here this afternoon, 13-8, to and congratulations to Justin McDowell and everyone else. Our thanks to all the people at Elyria Catholic, also all of the people over here at Maslin. They were just outstanding helping us out here in the press box, in the concession stand. want to thank each and every one of them. We also want to thank Greg Mitchell for producing the show, Justin McDowell and Chris Lapish for helping us out over here at Maslin. But most of all, our thanks go to you for listening. And last but not least, I cannot stop but thank Mandy Wanzik, who always helps us out with posting everything on Facebook. want to thank her also. Waynedale wins it, 13-8. to 8. They're going to state. Yep, they're going to state.
next week, next Friday at Huntington Park at 1 o'clock. And we will be down there to bring you that state semifinal game. You'll find out tomorrow who they will play. Thanks to everybody for helping us out here today. But again, our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again, your 2016 regional championship baseball team are the Waynedale Golden Bears following today's 13-8 to victory over the Illyria Catholic Panthers. Until next week, from Huntington Park in Columbus in the state Final Four, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shelf Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on Connie Road 192. Yoder Builders, the Apple Creek drive through on Main Street in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors, call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg, call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions, call 464-1970. The Spidell Funeral Home, with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek, and by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. <laughs>